doesn't look like anything to worry about, honestly. Emergency evacuation protocols. This is not a drill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, juggalos, juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. Welcome to the Schmeave Burger in Paradise Bar and Grill and Rehabilitation Relocation Center for Wayward Juggalos. For now, and not much longer, you're joined by your hosts... Mike and Schmeave. The skies are perfect today. Can taste that salty air. Waves crashing on the shore. Sun radiating warmth. But nothing lasts forever. I can see the blips on the radar, and I reckon it's only a matter of time before they close in. But before we say goodbye to all this, I think we have time for one more album. How you doing today, Mike? I'm doing all right. <laughs> How about you, buddy? Ah, wonderful. Couldn't be better. I could, but, you know, I can't think of how I would be better. Mm, mm, I feel you. Um, it's been a month, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I think legitimately it's been a, a full month now. <laughs> I, um, I didn't mean, like... <laughs> It has been, in fact, the 30 days have passed, haven't they? I meant, like, it's been like a month, right? Yeah. 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 Where we decided, hey, you guys are going to get an episode every week. <laughs> and it ain't going to be about shit that you know about. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> or expect, rather. Yeah. But you know what? We do what we want on this podcast. <laughs> Fuck you if you don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, I've, but I've we had hope fun. You, but we hope that you've stuck around through it all. Yeah, you know, I hope you've been enjoying this, uh, and I, I hope we all have a good time for for this uh, for this last one here. Uh, Mike, yeah, what are we talking about today? So we are talking about Mega Ran Black Materia remake. I feel like on some level everybody had to know that this was coming. You know what I mean? You have mentioned Mega Ram many a time. I have. This, I, I, I feel like podcast. I feel like coming up to this, like everyone was just kind of like thinking he's gonna throw a Mega Ran in there. We're gonna have to hear a Mega Ran on this, and you're you're right. You're right. I'm gonna make you listen to this because um, I'm, I'm I'm excited. Uh, this is this is a really important album to me. Um, for for a little background, uh, I found out about Mega Ran. I believe it was at a uh, Takoshikon, that's local anime convention in, in Pittsburgh. He was a guest there. And I didn't know who the fuck he was. Um, I don't remember who suggested I go see him, and I don't remember why they suggested I go see him. Because <laughs> um, this wasn't exactly like in my wheelhouse at the time. Uh, but I did. I went and caught his uh, show, and I was fucking blown away, man. <laughs> like... It was incredible to see um, the so this album that we're covering today is a remake of one of his older albums um, in the same way that we had the actual remake of the game Final Fantasy 7. This is his remake of his album about Final Fantasy 7. 
And I believe at the time, whenever I saw him, this was like the original was fairly new. Like it had just come out um, at least within like a year or two. And so he was he he did one of the tracks off of here. That was the track that I was fucking obsessed with after this. Um, I, I caught him at his at his uh, table outside out of the show. I got this and one other I got a couple albums, but this one and there was one other one that were two of the major ones that I really, really got into. Uh, going into this, I was going to say, like, would I say that this is my favorite Mega Ran album? Probably not. Forever Famicom is probably the one that I'd go with in general. But this one is recent, and it's fucking hype. And after listening to it a whole bunch of times, it is in strong contention. Because <laughs> um, it's just really fucking good. Um, and, yeah. That's that. Uh, I know you don't have any prior experience with this album at all. Or the original. I don't. Um... I you you told me about it many times, um, and I've kind of just not necessarily like disregarded it, but the fact that this is very heavily um, centered around Final Fantasy VII, which is a game that I've never played, um, it, it's something that I was like, I don't know if I would really you know take this as close to heart as you know a lot of people who have that. Um, I am familiar with Mega Ran to to an extent. Um, you you have given me some of his music in the past. Um, and I actually did purchase something of, of Mega Rans before the oh, the Matt Mania. Oh yeah, I forgot um, about that. cassette, which I bought you a copy of. Yeah, I have that. Um, it's right over there. So yeah, where he basically just took um, wrestlers theme songs and and re like changed up some of the beats to them and wrapped over them. The one for Bray Wyatt is really freaking good <laughs> and has an amazing verse by Murs of all people. It's so good. Um, but yeah, this I think was he did his that it... New Day one live with them. Uh, I, I know he because he's performed with Austin Creed on stage with him before. Yes. Like he he performed the New Day one live. I think he also didn't. He, did he not do that on like WWE once? So he hasn't done that to my knowledge, but he has appeared on SmackDown. Yeah, he's been before. with them. Yeah, <laughs> um, like he was at the the battle rap. Of, he held Francesca. Of the New Day and the Usos. <laughs> That's true. He did help Francesca. Um, but yeah, Megat Ran is somebody who you've told me about constantly. Um, so I, I understand, um, you know, your your admiration of him. And uh, he actually is kind of affiliated with Juggalos at this point because he has performed at the gathering. I forgot about and this. From and <laughs> from what I understand, um, he, was, he was fairly well received. So that's nice. cool. Um, if it, you know, whenever, whenever outsiders quote unquote, um, show up at the gathering, that is very risky. Yeah. Um, just ask uh, Tila Tequila. Even for but, like outsider outsiders, like I don't even was, I don't think Andrew WK was well received there either. Was he? I don't um, remember. I, you know what? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I've heard that he may not have been. Cause like, as... he's also like, you know, I was going to say, cause like Mega Ran isn't like. When you say outsider, he's not like a mainstream dude coming into the gathering of the Juggalos or anything like that. But then it's no, like also it's... Andrew WK kind of isn't either. He's also kind of just a whack dude. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but, but like, but I know that like they're MC picky. Chris has performed at the gathering oh, yeah. and and whatnot. So you know, there's people who obviously are aware of some of this music just because it's not Juggalo affiliated. But mm. you know, having these people. Asked to perform at the gathering is is 
you know, a big deal because people are like, well, who the fuck are these people? And then you have the people who either don't bother at all or they give them a shot and they're like, no, they're they're fresh. So uh, this is... I want to ask him about that if I see him again sometime. <laughs> this was my first experience with this album in particular. Um, obviously, the, the remake version, I, I have not heard the original. Um, but again, with everybody being so damn hype about this this obscure game called Final <laughs> Fantasy VII and that for some reason yeah. uh, it getting some kind of re-release last year. Yeah, some um, indie game, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, you know. They're just like, well, you know, there's some people that really want it. So Pretty we'll niche. Don't, don't it pretty, get it. Which reminds me, I actually have that for free on my PlayStation and I should potentially try that. You really should. It's really fucking um, good. So, so, yeah, that's, that's basically my... Um, my my background with anything yeah. Mega Ryan related. So yeah, um, I mean, like, I guess I guess there's one more thing is just cover like if you don't know what Final Fantasy VII is, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII was an RPG released by Square Enix in 1997, and for the PS1, it was a whole like if as as far as Final Fantasies go, time was it, the the big battle was like six and seven battling for final fantasy supremacy yeah. and some people would say nine and that was it like everybody generally loved the series and stuff but if you were gonna go for like faves and stuff it's like seven was a major one it was the big fucking deal it was a revolutionary jump in like technology that they were working with and all that stuff first well, yeah, thing in everything 3d prior was yeah everything prior was was all sprites and 2d yep. and whatnot right and it just had this and that was on the super nintendo what? Oh, all the other the ones. Yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It was. It was just this massive jump in fucking everything. It, it this mad, big sprawling world. It's on three goddamn discs. What are you? What? Uh, and, and just and also CG cutscenes. Holy fuck, man! Something else to acknowledge too was, I mean, Final Fantasy was at that point exclusive <clears throat> to Nintendo, right? Prior to to yeah, to yeah, seven, sorry. yeah. So. I can't remember because I, I know I, I heard something about it, about them, like, losing out, like, on the rights to it or whatever, or, or Square going over to, to Sony I for it. I suspect what it was, was because, here's a, a, a fact that maybe you don't know, mm-hmm. uh, the PlayStation was originally a collaborative effort with Nintendo involved With Nintendo, in it. yes. So I, I, I It was suspect... supposed to be, like, an add-on, right? Yeah, something like that. I suspect the deal was with the splitting of that. Uh, maybe there was a whole lot of like rights changes and stuff that just occurred in that time, mm-hmm. and Square was just like, "We're gonna do our thing now. <laughs> We're gonna go make Tomb Raider and all this other stuff too." Because <laughs> think about this: had it stayed with Nintendo, mm-hmm. but not had the disc like proprietary thing, mm-hmm. um. This would have eaten up how many fucking cartridges on the N64? <laughs> With all like, the CG shit. Hell yeah, man. Seriously. That's, like, the, that's because, why Spider-Man on the N64 had fucking stills instead of the cutscene graphics. Oh my god, I didn't. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. That's how uh, Sub-Zero Mythologies was, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it was... Oh, it was so weird whenever I played an N64 and then played a PlayStation. It was like, whoa, what the fuck? A quick note, because I said it. Yeah, Tomb Raider was IDOS, but I think they were a Square subsidiary. Uh, but I don't remember for sure. Yeah. Nowadays, it's by Square. I don't give a fuck. Right. So, yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy VII is, is for a lot of people, it's one of the most important games in video game history. And because the it, story it, itself is regrettably enduring. <laughs> 
<laughs> Another reason why I never played it. I, I actually debated on picking it up because it was on the Switch. It's so um, good. They did put the original one on the Switch, and I was like, maybe I'll try it. And then I'm like, I feel like that is that is that is a commitment that I'm not ready to to, <laughs> to make because I know that it's going to take time. Yeah. And I also know that it'll. Oh, when I say enduring, I don't mean like it takes a long time. I mean the story just remains relevant. <laughs> well, no, but still, it is a fucking long. It game. is also pretty long. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, that's that's more or less it. It's a, it's fucking great. I love I love this game. Love this album. I'm looking forward to getting into it. But before we get into it, we need to crack open a beverage. What, what do you, you have? got? I'm asking you. Oh well, I um, have grown restless um, being away from juggaloism. Oh no! And so I have. Fucking two liter, two point five liter, of Fago Orange. I relapsed, son of a bitch. <laughs> it was either gonna be that or water, so <laughs> <laughs> well, can't go, can't go full sober. <laughs> as, as I made a, uh, I made a, a, a note about this uh, whenever we did the Proto Men, how uh, I, I didn't, I didn't say anything about it because I didn't want to give anything away, but. We we've come full circle in a lot of ways with this uh, with this last episode of this bit, um, mm-hmm. where you know the first one album about video games Mega Ran based or Mega Man based now we're now Mega Ran got his got his name from that as well his his namesake, um, got another video game based album, and not only that it's an album about motherfucking radical terrorists <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> So to bring it full circle in a similar way, <laughs> got my gamer fuel Mountain Dew. I feel like we need like a disclaimer, like in these episodes, like in our descriptions, is like Juggle of Judgment does not support the acts of terrorists. <laughs> right? I'm not gonna lie to the people. <laughs> <sighs> Crack them open. Sorry, bear with me. I'm pouring this into my cup. Ah, that's delicious. Come on, we gotta get our sips in. I can't start the album. Just, 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 just a, just a good pour. Just a good pour. Look oh my at that God. foam. Just, just hear them bubbles. That's some asthma shit right there. don't even have any ice but it's already cold so that's okay i feel like you don't need to like pour it into a 2.5 liter cup when you just have a 2.5 liter <laughs> bottle in front of you you can Shut drink from and uh <clears throat> sip sip i gotta swish it around you know and then you don't swallow it you spit it back out you're supposed to get the flavor all right, let's jump into this and find out why I'm totally in favor of these eco-terrorists in particular with track one, the opening. The live stream is a river of energy that circles our planet. It gives life to the world and everything in it. This is a spoken you, intro. Me, the creatures um, and the trees. Some people may recognize this voice. Mike stream. definitely does. He's... Don't you dare! Pizza! 
Modify their troop, infusing them with Mako to give them superhuman. Day rocks. New day rocks. Is that your notes? Is that all it says? Is new day rocks. Okay. So yes, this is Austin Creed. Uh, Mega Ran is uh, is good pals with them. Uh, I'm gonna. She's gonna go right into Cloud Strife. Let's just roll it. Yeah. Story, huh? Okay. They all up on their high horse like equestrians. A lifetime ago, we used to be the best of friends, but things changed. Now I'm feeling stressed again. I got my sword leveled up. Now let the quest begin. They all up on their high horse like equestrians. A lifetime ago, we used to be the best of friends, but things changed. Now I'm feeling stressed again. I got my sword leveled up. Now let the quest begin. I was born in the sewage of the slums and wartime. Sought peace, but no one ever knew if it would come. We were war buddies, working on the same team with the same goal, but with slightly different means. When he hit the scene, he commanded respect. He needed something done, and every hand hit the deck. Took the first shot, and nobody fired back. He took no crap. I admit I admired that, cause dude was a legend. His story spun far and wide, and it scarred my pride down to my little heart inside. I took every mission I Go could ahead. accept. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> I just really needed to do that. So, uh, yeah, we had the opening, which was just a, a spoken word uh, by one Austin Creed, a.k.a. Xavier Woods of the New Day. Yeah. So he gives a, a bit of, I guess, just a setup of, hey, this is what's this is what's happening. Yeah. Um, the, uh, and obviously it does go right into Cloud Strife. But. Yeah. The, the, the game itself, like, literally starts in media res in that way like you you start off hopping off a train to 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 do a bombing and like mm -hmm. <laughs> there's not a whole lot of like you, you're not getting a whole lot of backstory until after you get through the opening section of it right uh, i now, really i really appreciate the way it, like it, it's it's like a theme in the the game and all that stuff where like the the idea of this interdependence that we have with the planet that we live on that you know we need it for survival and it needs us for, you know we we need to be good to it to you know if it dies we die with it more or less is the thing and, and casting that as like this force that flows through everything is is really fucking cool like yeah uh to to just bring this up as far as the game itself goes yeah these Despite them being numbered, they are not like in a sequence, right? No. Like the, none of them they are, are all standalone, except for, the, except for the ones that are like you know, blank two. Yeah, like, uh, I 10, think ten two. I, I think thirteen is like that. I believe. Yeah, yeah. There's there's uh, there's multiple tens. There's multiple thirteens. And somebody told me, I believe I was talking with somebody about this. I think the second Final Fantasy, for some reason, was a direct sequel. They, like, they like Halloweened it, almost. You know, like, how Halloween, it was, like, they made the first two, and then the third one, they were like, all right, this is, it's gonna we're be gonna an go. anthology, like, I planned yeah. it to be, and then everyone was like, what happened? And they're like, all right, we'll go yeah. back to the story. It's like if they didn't go back to the story, and they were just like, yeah, we're, we're not doing that. This is, this is just standalone stories. Okay. That's it. 
Uh, they have like recurring character names and stuff. Well, it is final because it's only the one standalone. <laughs> but yeah, and and I should also state I know nothing about any of the characters really. Um, my knowledge of Final Fantasy is very limited to either um, the characters who showed up in Kingdom Hearts, yeah, um, one and two, and Advent Children and Advent Children, uh, the <laughs> movie that is confusing as shit. Um, the director's weird. cut, which gives you more stuff, actually makes you even more confused. So, uh, thanks. I haven't seen that in a while. Appreciate. It. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Um, so yeah, I um I didn't really know much about this, but I do appreciate the, the spoken word intro giving a bit of a, a setup of this is what's going on. Like, this company is is saying like, hey, we're we're doing everything to help you guys, and in reality, people are getting fucked. Uh, sucking the planet dry and it's not benefiting anybody except the people at the top what else is new yeah so then uh going into into cloud strife um who is who is our our protagonist um okay so he is a soldier that's literally like what they're called yeah okay so all capitals soldier yeah (laughs) does that stand for anything like does it actually mean i don't think so Okay, that's not to my knowledge. Okay, so basically they were like a a trained military from Mm -hmm. what I've gotten. And Sephiroth, who is mentioned in here, Mm -hmm. was like the like star soldier, like the best one. Yeah. But then Sephiroth finds out that his origins are fucked. Yeah. And he's like... Wow, all these people who were in control, they ain't going to be in control anymore, and you're all fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. Is that how I'm getting that? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So then Soldier collapses, and then the people who were in Soldier are like hired guns, I guess, kind of. Sort of. I mean, that's what Cloud did. Um, okay. So like so- Soldier is still a thing. Um, like it's, it still exists as like a military... Like, I think it's more or less like a private military force thing okay. um, under under Shinra, the corporation that, you know, does all the, the shit. Uh, but Cloud, he just became a mercenary. Um, oh, OK. So not everybody did that then. Yeah, there, there's he a just, uh, he just dipped. Yeah, there, there's there's a lot of stuff in this uh, in, in this one talking about like, you know, it mostly talks about like, hey, here's Cloud. Here's his relationship to the Sephiroth dude and what he's all about and stuff. And then. They give a little hint to something later. Uh, the original version of this song had another verse in it that talks more about what's being hinted at, but it seems like it was expanded into its own new song later on this album, in fact. Because yeah. uh, uh, it talks a little bit about his... Like, he mentions his his past being, like, unclear and not necessarily his own and stuff. Like, there, there are a couple lines in this version about that, but it doesn't go into it, really. Yeah, I love I love this instrumental. By the way, oh dog, the fucking horns, console, it's so good. they fucking rule. <laughs> it's so good. I love uh, I love those horns. Mm-hmm. There is a like, lot of like jazzy, cool live instrumentation in this album. It fucking whips. <laughs> the beats are so big, man. So yeah, this uh, is, this is this, and and we're early on into this, but you can tell that like he put a lot of love. Mm into this uh, into this project he kicks the fuck off man (laughs) yeah so i um yeah this is this is a dope start so yeah uh we're going to uh 
take a quick jump, actually, back to the original album. Two tracks in and we're already jumping? Yeah. God damn it. So, uh, unfortunately, this album, like, was not completed. He completed it to his satisfaction to be released. Um... But he still has tracks that he wants to release for it. Like he'll, he'll he has bonus ones that he's going to be throwing on, uh, like remakes of songs that he just wasn't able to make for this one. Uh, so when, when's the director's cut come out? Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually just pulling the original ones off of there and throwing them in here. Mike's going to hear them for the first time, and we're going to yeah. talk about them. So this one is uh, my track order is going to be all fucked after this, but this is Tifa. I can remember taking walks by the lake with her by my side. I was maybe 11 or 12 at the time. We were inseparable, but strictly a platonic thing. She was a bit of a tomboy just trying to hang. So we traveled everywhere as a duo. I go, you go. If I know, you know. I was her best friend, and of course she was mine. So when we snuck up on that path past Nibelheim, I knew we weren't supposed to, but I did it knowing full well. Our parents were probably kill us, but... She was with it, still let it continue. Never was the type to pass on a good adventure. When we saw the mountain, I don't recall who decided that it might be fun if we both tried to climb it. So inch by inch till we almost made it topside. Then she grabbed my hand when she felt a rock slide. I yelled, it might have sounded like I cried. We both crashed down on the rock floor. A 12-foot drop, but felt like a lot more. I black out till the ambulance shows up. I was on crutches, but she was in the coma. Yeah, I was hurt, but I was worried about Tifa. Her dad starts tripping, telling me I can't see her. Man, crushed like red pepper. Think I felt tears from her when he told me to forget her. Apologize forever. I told him that I'd do better, but he never, ever approved of us being together. She was mad strong, that was inevitable. If you love her, try letting her go. The pain, it felt like somebody was kicking me. Words can't express what that conversation did to me. All because of one childish mistake, I might not again see a beautiful face. I think I love her. Mike check, one, two, one, two. Mike check, one, two, one, two. I want two, I want two, I want two. What's your impressions on that with one listen? <laughs> so given you said that was like, a, that was from the original Black yes. Cherry, right? There is a vast difference yeah. in production. <laughs> a, a lot of the original is, is like beats using the original, like Final Fantasy seven soundtrack and stuff. Right. Right. I, I, I took, I got that. Um, it's just, and he still has wow, that even can, on this one. 
and also oh, the I understand quality that. stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like, this is, it was 10 years difference, give or take. And he recorded a lot of it in his closet, too. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, there is a massive jump in, like, the audio quality. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just yeah. you can tell that when it was made, it was of its time. Um, so this is backstory with him and, and uh, Tifa. Yes. Correct? Okay. His, his childhood yeah, friend. Yeah. And so... I, I fucking he his verses in this in general like Mega Rand's verses whenever he's like going on something he fucking kills it man if he's like uh, you know I've said it before we talk about it a lot on this show but Mega Rand's storytelling is just fucking immaculate <laughs> I like storytelling songs I yeah. really do <laughs> like this was I even whenever I was doing my listens without having lyrics up and I did have lyrics up for my notes. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, I was able to f- follow this really, really well. Like yeah. he, he formulated some good sentences to get the point across and, and paint the picture in me head. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Even, to... even this song that I've only heard literally right now for the first time, I was getting that. Yeah. It's, it's really cool hearing somebody who's able to like, so, like, you know, you can keep a rhyme scheme going. You got good flow, but also you have good, like, like mental flow. Like, a person is able to hear what you're saying and process it linearly. <laughs> like, that's incredible. <laughs> no doubt. It's one of the things I really love about this dude. But, uh, yeah, there's... The, the one thing about this that, um, like... I appreciate the hook in some ways, but I also feel like the way it, it leaves like really awkward space in some sections where it's like, I feel like you were going to follow up and you did not, but okay. <laughs> so, so he knew Tifa since he was a kid. Yes. They grew up together. And I, I recall the line where it was like her, her dad was like, yeah, you're not going to be around her anymore. Yeah. Was that actually the case? And, you know, whenever he went off to, you know, be soldier, like, they they had falling out or, or so, what? So, uh, the second verse that we didn't hear talks about that. Um, before okay. he leaves to go join soldier, um, she comes out to, to see him before he leaves uh, and ha- oh. makes him make a promise that if she's ever in trouble, that he'll come and help her out. Aww. That's how he gets wrapped up in everything. <laughs> <laughs> I should also point out, and I sent I sent you the the links of it. Um, was the oh, yeah. uh, was Team Four Star who made who are famous for the uh, Dragon Ball Z abridged series on YouTube? They also did a um, an abridged series for Final Fantasy Seven, uh, Final Fantasy Seven Machine abridged. Um, and I did watch like the first season of it, and still have no fucking clue what I watched. <laughs> but like, I, I have I, I have some vague connection. Uh, from that so i'm just trying to remember like the early stuff from from those to try and piece it in here because i think i recall seeing something about like cloud and tifa whenever they were younger and he was just like she's pretty <laughs> stuff like <laughs> can you do me a solid you know the best buds forever right she so. she will never let her dad tell her what she can do she punched too hard. <laughs> so yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna come back to this album with track three, Insurgents. 
music tracks like the next three tra- this one and the next two tracks all use the same different parts of the same battle music oh that's cool yeah and uh this one's gonna run right into track four avalanche Us. So accept to get joined the resistance or you wind up going against us. My name is Barrett Wallace and I'm known for paralyzing, pulverizing punks into submission. I ain't fantasizing, wish this world wasn't violent. It'll get worse if we allow it. Hot head with a candy for an arm and a mind with number of edge inside it. And I represent Avalanche. Man, them trunks don't have a chance. Watch them scatter, man. We never embarrass Lano's battle plans. My I'm feet this now, again, but I love it. Alright, I'm gonna take this. No, shut up. (laughs) Okay. Avalanche, right? Yeah. This song is one of the first things that I remember ever hearing by him at a show. And so I caught two of his shows, I believe, in one weekend because he (laughs) he did like another like morning one on on another day. I got both of them. He did this at both of them. I was like, just as hype every fucking time I heard. I was like, this is the fucking shit, man. And this was the track that, like, after I got this album and stuff, I just listened to this over and over again until I learned the entirety of both verses of it. (laughs) I love this track. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) So so Avalanche is the name of, of their group. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're the eco-terrorists. They are the eco-terrorists. <laughs> just want to say that Avalanche is a really fucking cool name it is. for a group. I don't know if it stands for anything, but it is also in all caps. <laughs> oh, it's a very long thing. Um, so this is about uh, Barrett. That's his name? Barrett Wallace, yeah. So he's, he's Mr. T with a gun arm. 
No, uh, I pity the fool who compares him to that other dude. <laughs> so he's Mr. T with a gun arm. No. <laughs> how did he get this? How did he get this gun arm? That's interesting because the original version of Avalanche actually goes into that. Ah, there are cut lines from this one. Um, interesting. Uh, at whenever he mentioned, <laughs> still an amazing line. When he, you know, I always keep the faith and I always keep a handgun. No, I mean it literal. Because I got a handgun. <laughs> After that line, he does go into the backstory of it, where um, this this whole fucking thing happened. I think, I believe it was his friend was going to, like, commit suicide or whatever, and he tried to save him. Uh, and as, as it was either that or some some other shit happened, and he was holding... The, the important thing is his friend is hanging off of a cliff. He's holding on to his hand, and uh, this, this weapons developer chick... Uh, puts a bullet through it, <laughs> so so he lose him hand, and replace it with gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of stuff, man. Uh, yeah. There, there's there's a lot of Final Fantasy VII goes into so much. There's so many side stories and things with people's histories and what happened with them, and it's wild that's also his his the daughter marlene that he refers to in the second verse not his actual daughter that was dine's kid that he was his friend's kid that he was taking care of because he thought he was dead <laughs> oh yeah okay god i love this track <laughs> oh, shit's convoluted it is um, you know it's just playing through it it's a bit more natural but also it's easy to forget everything because there's just, it just throws a lot at you it's like life, you know? There's just so much shit. How do you remember all of it? How do you keep the stories of everybody you run into straight? I fucking can't keep my own. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. But I do, do I do dig this track. It's 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 pretty hype. Yeah. There's uh oh, there are minimal rewrite rewrites to this. Like I already said about how he, he cut out like a certain section of it, but there's also just certain lines that aren't in it anymore like there was there was a line in the original where he said um like there's a line where he said if somebody's gotta die i guess that's just a small casualty which is like a really callous thing to say but it is also like kind of reflective of like the way that barrett works in the beginning of it like he's like he doesn't feel good about the work that he has to do like you know people are hurt by the things that they do regardless of how careful they try to be like, unfortunately, it's kind of the reality whenever, like, you know, if it's like whenever people talk about, like, oh, if you boycott this company, it's just going to hurt the workers and stuff. And it's like, OK, who's holding that gun to their head? Because it ain't me. <laughs> like, <laughs> the actions that you take to overthrow powerful people are always going to hurt those people. But it's not the actions. It's the powerful people who are still holding them hostage over it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But uh, then there's also the last line that he says. Uh, what is it? In this one, he says, uh, "Like willing to die for freedom, ready whenever you need them." Um, the last line of the original was, "Even when I'm gone, my legacy will last long," which is, I, I feel like this one is more reflective of him in a way because, like, he ain't about his legacy. He don't give a shit about that. He want shit to be better. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> right. And also, he doesn't do his voice for the second verse anymore. Um, 
he, he would like put on like this really gravelly voice for the second verse. Basically the one that he does for the Mr. T line. Okay. <laughs> and he used to rap the entire verse with that. I mean, I'm sure that would be. Really I suspect it got bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. Do you have anything on uh, insurgents in particular? I literally just wrote the word chop. Yeah, like, okay. I wrote fucking heat. <laughs> just went off. Yeah, man. For for like for like forty seconds, it was <laughs> like no no breaks, nothing. It was good. Nah, nah. All right. Well, track five, the the third track of the battle music tracks, absolute. Oh no, I didn't. I did it again. Oh no, I have to. I can't help it. It's... Huh. Yeah. Is it right to go on? They're all gone. They die for the planet. Will they ever forgive us? Right now, I really don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been real. When I'm with ill, I spit skills, get killed like, like mid-thrill, blow like a pinwheel, live from the live stream, tighten your flows and get tossed in the cycle of souls, and only the foolish try, the rest know full well it's suicide, monsters traveled here on the last lunar cry, prototype of the aura site, archetype, parasite, get your data right or get shot at like time, a lyrical rhyme slave, erasure from my digital mind wave, start up the crime wave, project G when the media falls, start a future without reading your palms. I read 13 chapters and the rappers come after Random major blow like Mako reactors huh. Keep the sister ray and quit the spray Command counter with the ultima, bring it into your day Absolute, think you can stay in the avalanche Grab a sword, level up a family, you don't have a chance We got the superior materia, beware of the various terrors We prepare for your click your area, it gets scarier Absolute, think you can stay in the avalanche Grab a sword, level up a family, you don't have a chance We got the superior materia, beware of the various terrors yeah. Yeah. So I uh I took down a note real quick uh to skip to a certain section of this because the end so you heard like just the just the beginning of of the second verse of this, this guest verse by by Fab And as he goes he brings like more fury to it with every fucking line. Yes. The dude goes yes. hard and his last line is so fucking good. So I'm gonna just play this real quick. Don't never fall down, we don't never give up. When it's crunch time, avalanche is coming in clutch. Got the bomb set, now the plan is about to erupt. So when they ask you if I'll be calling them bluff, I'll say Absolute think you can stay in the avalanche, grab a sword, level up a family. You don't so if you ask if I'll be calling their bluff, I'll say absolute i love any time that you let a court like a hook finish a line for you like that's just good shit <laughs> that's sick yep. fucking writing <sighs> yeah, go ahead it's 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 good <laughs> um so i i don't have a lot of notes on on the track itself mm -hmm. um i do i do like this shit gets me hyped though <laughs> um i've heard the word i think at least once before but i, I noted it here what is gill is that Money. money yeah yeah okay that's just what money is in, in, yes. in here okay because i just i've heard it multiple times and it's confused to show up and i'm like <laughs> do you need an explanation of explanation Con of materia as well Con or do you context. got that one <laughs> i actually do like i've i vaguely but please explain 
Okay, so materia is is just like the the in 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 game terms, it's the stuff you equip to do magic things. In in story terms, it is like concentrated life stream or mako energy, I think, into like a little ball. <laughs> a mako energy? Mako. Mako. We'll get the we'll get the correction in a song. <laughs> M A K O. Mako. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Absolute actually appears much later on the original album for some hmm. reason. Um, it's in general Absolute. The original was definitely way more of like a stunting track than anything else. Uh, there, there are a couple on here where it's like they they have some tracks that aren't as involved in you know the the lore as much as they are just like we're just stunting over this fucking track and making some cool references and stuff. And Megaran's verse, same as the original on this. Um, mm-hmm. Fabvlu, I do not know who this is. Uh, they weren't on the original. He had he had two different guests for the original one, and uh, this guy has his own new verse to it that obviously has way more. Like in this case, is way more to do with you know story related things. And mm-hmm. I just fucking love. I just fucking. So do you, love do you this prefer verse. this one over the original? I then? love this one. <laughs> yeah, that I remember. Like when I was when I was listening to this like the first time. Um, was like, all right, I'm loving this beat. Like, I'm feeling this, and Rand's coming through. And then the second verse, I was like, okay, we got a different person here. And then it just keeps going and progressing and progressing, and like the intensity just grows. I'm like, yo, I love this shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. Oh, he fucking so, brings yeah. it, man. I get, I get so goddamn hype when this is on. Like, ah, it's good. It's, it's, it's really dope. Like, we are, we are five songs into this. <laughs> We're not respectful of your time this episode. I'm nah, sorry. Fuck y'all. <laughs> we got a lot to cover here. And it's all good. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm being rude to future me who has to edit this. Y'all can deal with it. You can skip around. It doesn't matter to you. I need to pro- I need to produce this. <laughs> Track six. Mako reactor. Alright, we get in, we blow up the Mako reactor, and then we out. That's um it. what actually it's pronounced Mako reactor. Mako? Are you sure? I worked there. Got money on the mind, no fear in my eyes. Avalanche the squad, so it's time to rise. I'm just going forward, no time for going back. What's the mission? Destroy the Mako reactor. They brought it on themselves, so we gotta take them out. All in, but we might not all make it out. Ending the Shinrun, closing the chapter, the mission, destroy the Mako Reactor. I never got the names and I didn't really care to. I just want the money, so the mission I get here to is simple. I joined some resistance click, blow up the reactor, then we split, that's it. And they go on about saving the planet. All the precious resources we've been taking for granted. But I'm doing me. It's not that I don't understand it, but I'm trying to carry the job out just how we planned it. And in my line of work, there's no time for softies. These street huggers better wake up and smell the coffee. Been around the block, man, I'm far from a beginner. I've been in reactors back when I worked for Shinra. And they don't trust me. And I don't like them. And I don't blame them. Cause I ain't like them. War things built for it. Troubles like my wallet. I only find it when I'm never looking for it. So as I set the bomb, yeah. I start to get a- So uh just to just just to call out you know, the joke of it. Uh Final Fantasy VII was not voiced at all. Like it was all text and stuff. Right. And you know, obviously 
in in English, you see M A K O, you say Mako. That's the way that it be. But it's a Japanese game. The characters would just be like the characters they would use would be Mako. That's it. Uh, whenever it was voiced in the remake, it was Mako, and everyone was like, "It's what?" <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it be now. And I like it as a gag. It's fun. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, go online and watch videos of a, a Mako shark swimming through the ocean. I'm seeing a Mako shark. I mean, is that shark infused with some kind of processed earth energy? You know what? It very well might be. It's the <laughs> fastest shark in the ocean. Do its so. eyes glow? With blackness. Then shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um so they're mentioning that they're setting these bombs for these generators, right? Yes. They specifically mention one and they specifically mention five. Did they skip two through four or <laughs> did I think it's just the order of the reactors, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like I, I need consistency here. I need to know if you are only blowing up specific generators. Maybe what maybe happened? the thing was is like because um, the the way that uh, the 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 city is is set up like it's kind of like in a circle, mm -hmm. so like the reactors are like you know circular sectors and stuff. So they started at one and they decided, well, check it out. If we go like counterclockwise around these, they won't expect it because they'll think that we'll go from what they would think that we would go from one to two. But if we go from one to five, they won't. Why would they think that we would do that? You know, because that's not how counting works. So they're like one, five, four, three, two. You know. Okay. Yeah, that that's my guess. Good. Sounds sounds great. Either that, or they just built a reactor here, and then they had built a reactor in some other town somewhere else that's number two, and then another town that's number, and then they were like, we need a second reactor back there. By the time they got to five. And so so five wait a minute. This there. this is this is in this isn't in one centralized location then. I mean, like, they have reactors in other places, yeah. Okay. But the, these ones in particular are in the city of Midgar. Okay, okay. I get you. Yeah. Uh, this is basically the same as the original. Uh, like, a few reworked bar beat, well, beats, actually, mostly. I don't think there are any bars that are really changed. Um, the beats are fresh on this. I fucking love it. Uh, Cloud being a dick like he do at the beginning of this game in general. Like, that's his story is just like, I'm just a mercenary. I want my money. I'm, I'm a tough guy. Um, probably my, my favorite thing, though. So, so here's the thing. Whenever, you, should, you should play the remake. Everybody should just go ahead and play a Final Fantasy VII remake. If they have the means to do so, it's fucking great. Especially if you want to see Cloud being like, I'm tough guy, super serious. I don't want to know your names. I'm dark and mysterious. And then like, Half of the people there, like Tifa and Jesse, are just like, that's cute. Because <laughs> he's like, he's like a stupid child. He's an edgy teen, and they're just like, they, say, they like, treat him I, like one. Like, like he he sounds like the original Edge Lord. Like, yeah, I mean, like to be fair, like at the lines that he says, where he says like, and what what is it? Um, they don't trust me, and I don't like them, and I don't blame them because I ain't like them. Because like people who are who were in Soldier are recognizable because they are 
infused with Mako energy to make them super powerful and stuff. So they have glowy eyes. Uh, so you can just pick, you can spot them. And so half of the team does not trust him. And they're, you know, real sketchy about him because it's like, well, what if he's just fucking infiltrating us and he's going to turn on us or some shit? So, you know, there's that. And then there's just the people who are like, <laughs> you're so good. You're, you're so goofy. <laughs> you're trying to be all all tough and stuff, but you're just an idiot. <laughs> wow. It's like, I could kill you all. <laughs> and then Tifa's like, I'll, I can punch you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you're an idiot. So, yeah. Does she just get at punching? Yeah, that is her thing. She just, she just Ta- talented martial artist. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, track seven, Living Legacy. To be a hero, you need to have dreams. That's what my friend told me. He's passed, but his lessons are always going to be with me. My name was Cloud, soldier first class. My best friend, Zach, before he passed, he asked me for one thing. I think about Anjilin, what he used to say to me. Embrace your dreams. It sucks that yesterday just had to leave. All of us with a taste that was so bittersweet. But my beliefs will always stay with me and keep me in a peace. One day I'm gonna be a hero, everybody will see. And Sephiroth won't be the only one that's praising the streets. I'll be the strongest, the fastest, and all that. The villains who come challenging the weak will just fall flat. My name is Zach, I'm finally first class. In fact, I fought in wars against the Wu-Tai when things went out of whack with Gen in the war against him and his clones lots of soldiers operatives left but me on my own i held on strong to my loyalty and my duty despite my loss i strive to keep peace from the unruly and now off the new horizons my new assignment is nibelheim cloud's home he must be excited eyes infused with mako same color as the sky soldier first class had always held high I hate the fact you never said goodbye But we'll see you again, cause legends never die Embrace your dreams and protect your honor For your soldiers and not monsters And for everything you did for me I will be your living legacy But there is something about this job This is a track that I referred to earlier uh, I believe whenever we covered Cloud Strife uh, How there was a third verse in the original that wasn't there and it's kind of expanded upon later it's expanded upon right here a bit um this is the really confusing part of final fantasy 7 for me um because Mm -hmm. i always forget like how much of this is applicable to the rest of the story in it because so cloud always tells people he was soldier first class and all this stuff you know big big deal dude that's how he presents himself but he actually just kind of washed out of the program. Uh, and he was just kind of a regular dude. Um, but the person that this song is about and sung from the perspective of Zach was the dude that actually did all of the stuff that Cloud claims. Uh, he dies in an incident where Sephiroth burns down a whole fucking town and stuff. Uh, and Cloud survives that and chooses to carry... He, like Zach asks him to carry on his legacy, and I don't I don't remember exactly how it turns out. If Cloud interprets that as "please steal my identity," or 
So all of the stuff that Cloud talks about regarding his past and his time in Soldier is actually what happened with Zack. Um, so, yeah, that stuff. Okay, I was, because I was getting confused on this one, um, like, I, I was like, is there a time skip? Like, I, I didn't know. This is a, um, a flashback of sorts, yeah. Okay, and that's why I was like, I am not quite sure I'm following yeah, because the, the, the thing that gets really weird about it is that it's not exclusively just a thing where Cloud's like lying. It's also like a thing where he like believes that that's his past. And I don't remember why that happens. <laughs> but for some reason, his memories are fucked up. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, is, is it from the Mako energy? I mean, he already had that beforehand. I don't remember. It may have been oh, something okay. like that. He got like oh. he got like poisoning from it because of an incident. Like, the, the incident that happens is, like, uh, Sephiroth goes to Cloud's hometown where they have a reactor there and also Genova or something, which is a, his mom. Okay. <laughs> and Dog, the story's fucking weird, man. The, to explain all of it, I would have to just keep explaining things. It would just be a train okay. of explanations. Sephiroth was born to be like perfect soldier dude. Um, his like his his mother is like, I think this this is also a whole thing because I don't remember exactly who she she was like a regular human person or whatever. But then like I don't know they did like weird experiment things and then they did specifically like bioengineered him using like stuff. So Sephiroth is that's why he's so good. And that's the stuff that he found out that made him all, like, you know, pissed off and stuff. Because he's like, what the f- You did what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things. He has, he has good reason to be very, very angry. He kind of takes it out on the wrong people in some ways. But, uh, you know, rightfully pissed off. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Like, so, so, yeah, Cloud has memory problems is the important thing here. <laughs> okay. And his his memories are somebody else's. I really like the uh instrumental in this. Oh that, yeah, it's, that very, hook, it's very chill. That little hook guitar. It's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. You have anything else? Nope. Okay. Track eight on that day, five years ago. It seems that I'm trapped With no shield and no sword The unbeaten path got my soul so sore Allured by the lust, something guilt can't cure The devil want me as he is, but God wants more Ever wish you never was born? Threat coming so you know that you can't weather the storm Sector 7 out of heaven where I seem to reside Chained to kill but I don't really want another homicide Everything I thought was the real turned out to be a lie Product of my pride, I don't want us to die Cause either outcome is horrible of course And if we both go I say it's par for the course, yeah I think about the slums where I'm from Folks out there fighting over crumbs and running guns can't do a thing to assist I'm John Stockton without a ring And the gist is It's broken, I can't seem to fix it Earth out of control like scientists predicted While I read, struggle to find the truth And the more that I learn, I'm even more confused Out here searching for who I think is the enemy But every day he reminded me more of me So 
to anyone I ever did wrong I'ma wish you well, pray that you live long As for me, my choice was made five years ago on that day And it ain't been the same way since five years ago on that day So is this from Cloud's perspective then? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I believe this okay. is uh this is kinda there there's a section of of the game where he's like big big depression times <laughs> deal dealing with, you know his his past not being real. <laughs> huh. That kind of thing. I was gonna say, so is he then kind of retelling the 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 shit where his his friend died? Is that what is that what he's referring to? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Okay, there's, okay. There's that stuff. It's it, he he's kind of stuck between like two things here, um, where it's like, Jesus Christ, I have a past that isn't real, and also a future that is increasingly uncertain because, <laughs> you know, we're we're off to try and save this planet, and we are likely to die, but also even saving this planet. It's a rough planet to save. <laughs> like, it's a bit of a fucking mess. Like, I'm saving this planet for all the people who are, oh, still living really shitty lives. Oh. Wow. <laughs> this is a bad time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's rough. It's, uh, you know, like I, I, my, my notes here, I was talking about like, seeing pain and suffering that doesn't have to happen, but you you yourself can't make it stop and you know trying trying to save a world that's going to just keep allowing that to happen and maybe maybe you won't even do it and you'll just fucking die <laughs> like rough times mm -hmm. the original track came after a uh, little a shorter track called the turks that i didn't choose to put in here it's just a short thing about one of the groups that's involved in this called the turks and uh the end of it goes into like a little bongo section that gets a little it speeds up that and leads into this track this track originally was fucking zooming oh really like like it moves huh. <laughs> interesting yeah what do you got i i don't really have anything else i was i was like i said i was kind of more confused about like the, the perspective of the the track yeah um but that, I mean, you, you kind of cleared that up for me. Um, yeah. But it is, I guess, another, like, chill track. And normally those are ones that I'm, like, kind of indifferent to. Mm. I don't mind it here. I'm glad. Because <laughs> he's, he's got a way. Ran has a, has a way of doing it well. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm fine with him. He's got a way with words, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He should be a rapper or something. Yeah, right? He should give that a shot, you know? If his teaching thing doesn't work out. <laughs> if if teacher and hero doesn't happen, rapper, my dude. <laughs> right, track nine, Aerith. In my younger days, I used to sport a flat top. Now I rock a nappy with my hat to the back. But alas, I remember one time a while ago when I met a girl. It was sad to see it go. She was cute. She made me laugh. She was special, no doubt about that. I'm so glad that we crossed paths. Let me tell you how we met. Let's take them back. 
Last thing I remember is plotting our escape. I was running with a gang wreaking havoc state to state called Avalanche. We were some revolutionaries using every trick in the book to bring the truth and nearly got killed on my last mission up in Midgar. Set off an explosion, ran but didn't get far. So I'm guessing the reactor blew. The blast knocked me unconscious and detached our crew. I awaken in the flower bed up in the slums. On the floor of a church, all covered in grunge. Thankful to be alive, in need of a shower and not a medic. I get up sore and lightheaded. It was there that I met her, caught her emerald eyes. Long braided hair, pink ribbon, excellently tied. Not so what I'd normally be interested in, but something about her aura said she was mad different. Soldier code is the law that we live by. Day by day, I wonder why my shorty had to die. I reminisce over her just about every day, giving up for the A, A, A. Soldier code is the law that we live by. Day by day, I wonder why my shorty had to die. I reminisce over her just about every day, giving up for my A, A, A. I dig it. It's got, got, we got a nice bounce to it. I like it. That hook is actually uh, new to this remake. Uh, huh. He didn't have a hook in the original. He just... Uh, verse interlude verse and such hmm. i like the hook though so it's really good it. <laughs> all right so this is about the character Aerith. yes right mm-hmm. now even people who don't really pay attention to final fantasy if you play video games Look, hang on a second about... hang on here, here we go if you are like uh what like less than like 20 years old maybe Probably, maybe yeah. you plug your ears for this <laughs> yeah this will this will be a Snape spoiler. Killed Dumbledore. <laughs> no one gives a shit. Um. So, yeah, like people know about this because this is one of the most like out of nowhere mm-hmm. deaths in video games at that time. Yeah, like this this was like a left field thing. Um, how how much? into the story like does that happen like was Aerith around for quite a while and then it it happens so in here it's all it, it almost sounds like it's near instantaneous which i know it isn't no uh she she's with the party for a while like mm-hmm. if i think about like honestly if whenever i try to think about ff7 it it comes out very compressed mm-hmm. so it seems like it happens relatively early but i feel like it's at least on the second disc <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I think. <laughs> but so. yeah, uh, it's it's like a it's it's a whole fucking thing, man. I mean, like, it's it's not the first time that it's happened in a Final Fantasy before that a party member like dies for good. Um, it seems like but, she's just such a well loved character oh, that like like it it depended on who you were whenever you played it because like whenever I played it, I was just, like. I didn't I didn't get as much into like story things and all that stuff. And I was just like, well, I didn't use her in my party anyway. And I was kind of annoyed that it made me take her into here. So but, you know, actually caring more about story stuff. It's like, no, her character fucking rules like she's awesome. (laughs) Like, especially the remake, the way that she's characterized in that is so fucking good, because, again, like. She's probably the best person in terms of, like, not letting people, like, try and front with her on stuff. Like, whenever Cloud's trying to, like, play all tough and stuff, she's like, all right, <laughs> I'm going to play along with you, but only because it's fun for me. <laughs> and there, there's a lot. Um, 
some of these are some of the verses in this are rewritten a little bit. There's some lines that aren't uh, around and stuff like he in the original. He talks a lot about like the the way that she comes off as like more of a straight shooter in a lot of ways. Like so this follows after the Mako reactor thing, Mako reactor thing, uh, where they they fight a thing and it blows up a bridge that they're on. Clouds hanging on and he's like, I can't hold on. Bye. And he falls. <laughs> Uh, through the roof of the church that she uh, tends flowers in and lands on a flower bed, the flower bed. <laughs> and like after helping him up and he, you know, noticing that he's fine, she's just like he, he goes to leave and she's like, who's going to pay for this? <laughs> and that's how he ends up that's, becoming her bodyguard, because he's like, was- I just got paid. So, I mean, I promise I'll I'll, I'll, I'll pay for this. And she's like. Well, what are you gonna do right now, though? <laughs> yeah, I. That's that. That was a note I put. Is like he ruined her flowers, so then he protects her. <laughs> like, yep. Okay. Yeah, he owed I her. Mean, fair, fair trade. Fair trade, I guess. Yeah. I, like <laughs> this. This is another really good. Like, I, I feel like Mega Ranch tells the hell out of this fucking story and paints a really good picture of the character in it. Um. In the original, the. Uh, one of the last lines that he has in it is where he talks about, like, he says, like, I wish I'd been more like her. And, like, you know, talking about how he wishes that he'd said more, like, you know, been more open about the way that he feels about stuff. <laughs> because that's that's her character. She's got something on her mind. It's you're going to know it. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's great. Aerith's a great character. Ten out of ten. Highly recommend. Again, I'm just gonna keep saying, play the fucking remake. It's fucking great. <laughs> There's just so much good shit. <laughs> so, okay. anything else? No, I don't think so. All right, we're gonna take another uh, another deviation here to a track that has not yet been uh, remade for this. This is Dawn of the Slums. <laughs> The subway stopped again. Drunk bums talk to them. Cells, smells, can't breathe the oxygen. Time's been hard in Midgar. You're either working for the slum dons or working for Shinra. The sky gray and blackened from Mako's reactors. Waste, ain't no hazard pay in the Badlands. Eight says sector seven, more like section eight. Just to set it straight, the struggle is day to day. Living under tin huts and holes in the ground. Ain't around, Don's controlling the town In these walls it's been bad Outside is much worse, outside is forced earth So happiness here is like finding flowers inside an abandoned church Everybody search, but we living with this curse We struggling, hustling, scraping, scrapping Guns, murdering, drugs, kidnapping It's all the time of the slums I'm the Don of the slums And you should try to come Get some for crumbs You can get shot in the slums If you're not an alum And look what I have become I said it happens all the time in the slums. I'm the guy in the slums, and you should try to come get robbed for crumbs. You get shot in the slums if you're not an alum. And look what I have become, the Don of the slums. It's where we pray that our kids are athletic. That first line in Rand's verse is is one of my favorites in terms of just like painting a a, a really awful picture of the kind of situation. We're like saying it's where we pray that our kids are athletic. That is fucking horrifying <laughs> in so many ways. Ugh. 
What do you got for me? I I wasn't digging it. That's fair. Especially like I don't know what it was, but the hook, the the change up in the instrumental was just yeah. I don't know. I didn't I didn't care for it. It, it is all made out of the same uh, bass track from Final Fantasy VII, but it is also just a very weird track in general. Yeah, it's just it's not That's for fair. me. The uh, or- originally there was an there was a track that came right before this one using that same instrumental that was called Don Corneo, which is about the character Don Corneo, uh, sung by Brentelfloss, who I feel is much better in his uh, later days than he was back then. Uh, I don't like it. I don't think it's a good song. <laughs> but, yeah. Brentelfloss himself is, is pretty open about, like, I don't know if he likes to be reminded of his old music stuff, like his, his old work as much. But, uh, I don't know. I like, he's, he's a cool guy in general. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I liked this one in general because, you know, I just think it's the the verses are really cool in it and stuff. They got good, good flows, good, just general good painting. Again, good, good mental pictures being painted of awful <laughs> doing what you got to do. And, and if you make it big, then you're just going to be playing everyone else beneath you against each other to perpetuate the same shit. It's gross. All right. So that's that one. That's the last of the uh, originals that I'm going to be bringing up. All right. Well, that I'm going to be playing at least. Track 10, Red 13. Uh, Okay. Travel with the cloud. Mama, you should see me now. Got the heart of a lion. You can hear it in my growl. Battle scars are reminders. Of what I overcame, I'm a warrior. You know the name, Red 13. Haunted by the ghosts of the past. Mother laid a rest, forsaken by my dad. I'll never be like him, a coward. You were supposed to defend us with all of your power. One night, the truth revealed. My father never ran away. He was killed protecting our land. What a brave man. I'll be just like him, give it all I can. Yeah, no captive. Experimented on, got active. Launched an escape, squad by my side. Scar under eye, yet the vision never fire. 13 tattooed, I embraced it. Limited moon, the darkness, we faced it. I will fight for this planet I cherish. No more of my loved ones will perish. Uh. Grandfather took care of me with sincerity, intelligence, integrity, my kinds of rarity. Honor and courage, hold these values to the death of me. Every battle, you would get the best of me. 13. Cloud by my side, we traverse through the What do you got? Uh, I remember this one frustrated me because Genius does not have, I think, all the lyrics to it. Oh, really? I'm wondering. Well, I'm wondering if um, uh, I'm wondering if they had the original version. Maybe I don't know. I oh, uh, this this I doesn't have this, an original version. Oh, this doesn't. Well, Not I think so it's much. still missing lyrics. So huh. um, I remember whenever I looked I it up, I thought it had everything, but I don't know. I could be wrong, but I I, I wrote Genius sucks, and I'm pretty sure it's because it didn't have everything. Wild. Um. How does uh so um Red 13 is that um like like wolf dog thing? Yeah. Kind of like the big red thing. So how how does he meet uh the party? So, um whenever they break into the Shinra headquarters 
and what was it? I think that was whenever they, uh, you know, like, Aerith gets kidnapped or something, and they're breaking into Buster out. Uh, he's one of the experiments that's being held there, and they break him out along with her. Okay. So, what you're saying, he was an experiment. Was, because this, this... He's not like, like a... He wasn't, like, created in a lab. He was right, kidnapped there and being tested on, more or less. Okay, because I was like, I, I thought I'd seen a thing where, like, he, like, his species or whatever is, like, a wild yeah, thing. Yeah. So, okay. Is it just because then he could talk? <laughs> I think that's just, like, a thing. He's just able to talk in general. I don't know. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of roll with it. <laughs> All right. I'm... I I am not one to necessarily question. I just wish to know the answers. Yeah. The the uh, so the original song because this wasn't like Red Thirteen wasn't a song from the original one, um, okay. but there was a track on the original called Cosmo Canyon because uh, that's the theme that is playing in the background, and also the the location where that music happens. Uh, a Cosmo Canyon, the music always good like. The original fucking se- like FF7 soundtrack, Cosmo Canyon track, is just so good. And that's what's playing through this. I fucking love it. Um, the original track was just a single verse done by a rapper called The Ranger. Uh, it's really fucking good. Um, I kind of like it a little bit more than this one, in a way. I think it's just like some of his delivery and the way that he tells the story, I think, is really cool. It's like really concise in a way. Um this one has, I, I like the hook that's in this one. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it is pretty cool, and I like the way that it changes uh, throughout it. Because uh, the first time that he says it, uh, what is it, like, cloud on my side, mother, you should see me now. Um, then the, at the end of it, he says, mother, father, you should see me now. Because, like, initially he didn't acknowledge his father because he thought that he, like, ran away and had forsaken the tribe when he actually just faced down the attackers alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, goddamn, it's... Dude, shit like that, I don't know, I don't know, like, it's it, it's a thing in, in, like, your animes and video games and stuff, like, when the dude is like, like, no, you guys go, I'm a fucking face them, and, like, does the big power up and goes down fighting. It's like, God damn. <laughs> it's so hype. <laughs> Dope. Shit. So, yeah. Yeah. This, this, this track is like pretty quick. Yeah. And I don't mind it. I, I think that instrumental is pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's used well. Were you, okay, I can't remember because I, so Sky Blue is the one who does uh, that verse. Are you familiar with them? No. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was like some if that was somebody that I got music from you on or something because I feel like I have a Sky Blue album somewhere and I I don't know where the fuck it came from. Because <laughs> I don't have. I've never me. seen them. I've never seen them anywhere. I've never fucking. I don't know. Maybe they're on. They might be on like a uh, the Game Chops label and maybe that came with like a fucking compilation thing that i got it may have been a release that they had but i was just like this might be somebody that uh, i don't know (laughs) mega ram works with all kinds of people and sometimes they're people that you know (laughs) rarely yeah i don't know it happens all right anything else on this nope ready to move on all right Sleep mode, track love. First I'm in release mode, then I'm in peace mode. Then put the cheat code, then I go to beast mode. 
The rappers be in sleep mode, scared so they feet cold. I'm in release mode, and I'm in peace mode. Then put the cheat code, then I go to beast mode. The rappers be in sleep mode, scared so they feet cold while we travel the globe. Mega, uh, none greater, too blessed to be a hater, got the mega licks of equipped, sitting next to my saber, limit break your big shots, that better be braver, when we pop up on you like weapons coming out the crater, behavior unsavory, so just never submit, for the vibration when we spit, continental drift, set shift, let these cats know the power of the rap flow, watch how you act though, I never play the back row, try to talk the sounds, heaven's cloud, chop you down, hit rockin' town and lock it down, then I knock him out, God's hand, close fist, give a broken nose, get the nuts, get the greens for the chocobos, get the kills, spend a night of the town, another day for a night of the round, spitballing, notorious, Chris Wallace, do the knowledge, watch your boys take off like Sid's Rock, first I'm in release mode, then I'm in peace mode, input the cheat code, then I go to beast mode, the rappers be in sleep mode, alright, so, real quick, I'll just get mine out of the way, okay, were there cheat codes in FF7? At least okay. not like in, uh, I mean, so technically, technically, there were cheat codes for any PS1 game. They had the Game Shark, and well, it, yeah, was game a, shark, it was obviously. a hex editor, so if it wasn't specific to anything. It was just if you could put in the right things, yeah, you could cheat code it. Okay. Um, this sounds like a song that wasn't necessarily made for Black Material. Stunt and track. Yeah, it sounds like this was just a track that was made, and then because it has a bunch of Final Fantasy references, it got put on here. Is that does that seem accurate? I don't think because it doesn't was... necessarily. It's not. It's not really doing any more like as far as the story. No, goes. no, it's, it's not a story based thing at all. No. Okay. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that it was necessarily made separate from it. I think this would have like I think it would have been written along with it, but I mean he just he just intersperses some of those throughout just because. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and this has. A guest verse. It does. Kadesh Flow. By Kadesh Flow. Yeah. I have heard that name before. Really? Don't fucking know where. I probably said it to you uh, before. Uh, Maybe. So he was at um, he was at this last MAGFest that I was at, or the last two. I don't know. No, the last, the second to last one. He was probably also at the last one, but I, I don't think he would have been performing because they alternate years. Uh, but I've talked before about how tight the fucking nerdcore community is. And, right. you know, how, like... If if you go to a place where all of them are performing, generally uh, each of them will be on stage with uh, in the other set at some point. Uh, and Kadesh Flow is one of those people. He drops. Uh, so f- let me just talk about his first line because I love it. Funny how folk who swear that your genius expect you to be mo- mediocre for their convenience. Fucking great. <laughs> but he also says he raps, plays trombone, and produces triple threat. Um, he does in fact play trombone, and he did in fact play trombone during Mega Ran's set the one year. It's <laughs> um, pretty cool. He, he rules. I love him. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 one of those things. Yeah, he's he's around for all of that, and also his he's just really good in general. Dude's good on the mic. So, so I I happen to look him up, mm-hmm. and he is from Kansas City. Oh, he has opened for Tech Nine before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. I was like, I was like, for some reason, I'm like, I hear this name. And then I see like Kansas City. And I'm like, so I just type like Cash Flow Tech 9. <laughs> and he was on like 
it must have been like a local show, but he was an op- he opened for tech. Oh well, shit. So okay. There you go. <laughs> but I, I liked I liked uh I liked both their verses on this. This was this was good shit. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, it it just seemed like a little bit like it was placed here, mm-hmm. but wasn't fitting with the rest of the album. Not that it's yeah. the bad for it or anything. It's just we're getting a lot of story stuff or character stuff, mm-hmm. and this doesn't have either of that really. So, so I was like, okay, this seems like maybe he had made this song and just decided it should go in here because lots of Final Fantasy references. It's just yeah, it's a it's a uh, it's a mid album stunting track. Uh, you put the console into sleep mode. You have a quick freestyle, then you get back to gaming. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Editing Shmeev here. Uh, I should have had this in my notes for the actual episode, but I didn't realize until just now, as I'm editing this live, that um, the track Sleep Mode uses the music for when you go to sleep in an inn or whatever in the game. And that's like, you know, the reference that's being made in the title and all that stuff. While it's still a stuntin' track, you know, it, it uses an interesting connection to the title of the track, to the game, to the theme of it, and all that stuff. And yeah, uh, I, I wish I would have remembered that because I think it's just really cool. Uh, but you know, at least you're gonna hear that here. And maybe if Mike listens to this, uh, like he sometimes does listen, to, I think he listens to all the episodes, but whenever he gets here, he's gonna be like, what? And he's gonna text me about it. Uh, except now that I said that he's gonna do that, he's gonna avoid doing it. Except now that I said that, he's gonna do it. But now that I've done that, he ain't gonna do it. But but because of this, now he's definitely gonna do it. But now that I've said that, he's You know what I'm saying? Exactly. He put, who, who he put the do story that? down for a minute. <gasps> took a break. Go to the bathroom. He's been playing for a while. He got pretty far through. He already ran into Red 13. He hasn't had a break yet. <laughs> so, yeah. That's that one. Yeah. Track 12. Kate Seth. As we go our separate ways in the saucer, I'm encountered by a cat. No, a moogle. No, a cat on a moogle. What? Kate Seth here and your future isn't clear. You're getting what you want, but then you're losing something dear. I better tag along. Don't go ask me why I'm joining. If you're questioning if I'm a spy, that shouldn't be important. Version 3, I'm the peak and below me is the muscle. Hit your game over, we ain't even got a tussle. I lied, I'm a spy and I'm sorry for deceiving you. Sacrifice myself so you can grab Version 4 reporting in, bag channel plugging in. If you wanna listen in, man, you can call me Kate Sith, everybody's favorite. Kitty with the Moogle, I'm a robot with a secret. A Shinra board member after all, but never anticipating Sephiroth. Never underestimate the cuddly and soft. I guess I'm off to save the planet, y'all. Show me love. Okay, so do you have to have a megaphone in your hand? You don't have to shout, we're like literally right here. But look, if you wanna join us, come on, man, we can always use an extra. That's uh, that's Kate's. It, it's short and sweet. I, I dig this one. It's Kate's. <laughs> There's nothing else to say. It's just fucking Kate. That's uh, I wrote it in my notes. It's Kate's. <laughs> or <clears throat> catch she. <laughs> it's Gaelic or something. I don't know. I don't know. I I liked it. It's it's yeah. fun. It, it it tells you basically everything you need to know. It's a cat riding a moogle. His weapons are, in fact, megaphones. That is that is the weapons that you give him to use. Okay. Um, he's a very strange character. His uh, so 
Okay, there's there's a thing in Final Fantasy is called limit breaks, especially in seven in particular. It's their you know you take a lot of damage, you you get a special move thing. Um, Kate Sith's is like a slot machine thing, so God knows what the fuck you're going to get. Like his his I believe is actually completely. If I remember correctly, I never used him so, but I believe his is like a weird random thing. Tifa's is also a slot machine, but it's it's like a reel and you do a timing button press to to get hers down, but. Kate says, I think, is literally just, who knows what the fuck Good you're going to get. <laughs> but yeah, he is a, uh, he's actually a robot. He's being remote controlled by a Shinra employee. Uh, he was sent to spy on them. That's why he ma- he makes a bunch of references to it in this rap. To, to like, no, I'm not a spy. What are you talking about? That's fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, uh, and eventually he's like, oh, wait, this is like a, a whole fucking thing, ain't it? Like, some real shit's going down, huh? Alright, I'm sorry? I'm gonna help you guys. <laughs> like, that's his arc. His, it's like, alright, I'm spying on them. And then he's like, oh no, we are really bad, aren't we? Ooh. We are the baddies. Oh, and that Sephiroth guy is pretty shit my dudes and he sacrifices <laughs> one of his selves to save the party oh like they have to uh that they're they're making like an escape from a thing and it's like if we take this this whole thing is going to collapse in on itself not just like the place falls down like the place is sucked into a <laughs> singularity of sorts so we gotta fucking go but uh somebody has to do this and he's like i'll do it all right. And then later he's like, he just comes hopping along back. It's like, there we go. Here's a new one. <laughs> I'm back, y'all. Okay. Sorry for that spying thing. I hope that you can forgive me now. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I don't know if, because it's a very strange thing, because I'm like, from that point on, is he like still working for Shinra? Is he like officially gone rogue and somehow they're just not paying attention to the one employee that they have who's doing some weird shit or is is, is does he have their blessing now because there's a lot of weird alliance changes throughout the game where like at some points it's like oh these people who are like have been chasing us down and fucking with us this entire time are all of a sudden okay with us because uh, it's no longer in their like in their interest or in their job description at this point to be to to be fucking with us <laughs> like there's a lot of things that change i can't remember if his case is like nah i'm going rogue or if it's just like i'm going rogue but also my boss said it's okay so <laughs> i'm allowed to keep piloting the robot cat <laughs> it's kate sith <laughs> also a good beat it's a fucking weird song. It's great though. Yeah. The the rapper on this is is that beefy, I think it says. It sounds so much like Storyville. I thought this was just another Storyville track. Right. But it's not. <laughs> Alright. That's that, right? Yeah. Track 13, Sid. So I heard of this dude. I know he's a scientist. He wants to go to space and all this stuff. But I know that we got a mission. I don't know anything about what he's got going on. 
listen See me and Cloud are two sides of the same token Tifa telling me I need to quit chain smoking Back in 98, couldn't wait to get the game open Catch me hitting corners in the highway like a Range Rover Until the day's over, I'ma do me and pursue dreams Of starting my own space program But before the launch of Shira number 26 That's where my assistant noticed something that she needs to fix So now my dream's gone down the drain Feels like my theme song don't even sound the same Try to maintain so we settled down in Rocket Town. We still ain't married, but someday I'm trying to lock it down. I talked to Cloud, then we escape in the tiny Bronco. He goes missing, that's when I become the head honcho. It's the notorious CID. And if you come aboard, then I'ma need a CID. The name's Sid, Sid, get it how I live. I might swear a lot, but I never tell a fib. My name's Sid, Sid, ever since I was a kid. I plan to send a rocket to the moon, but never did. The name's Sid, Sid, mechanical engineer. It's never in my nature to paint. Live in fear. My name's Sid. Now it's time to settle the score. Both go with no man has gone ever before. My name's Sid. I feel like you were digging this track. Oh, I love this track. <laughs> this one's really good. For for the first couple listens that I was doing, I was like, I don't know if I'm feeling the name chant thing. And then like every listen after that, I'm like, it's getting to me. It's good. It's getting to me. <laughs> Sid. Sid. It's really good. <laughs> Yeah. Um So uh Sid just seems like a badass. <laughs> he's um, a real shithead <laughs> for most of the time that you know him. He he's a real shithead and then it's like he gets better. He's he whenever he says him and Cloud are two sides of the same coin, that's literally them. Both of them are just real fucking dickheads when you meet them and then it's like <laughs> all right, yeah, they got a bit softer. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know of Sid from Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Help him build your ship. Yeah. But there's not much else other than that that he does. In he Kingdom is Hearts. a recurring character, sort of, in the Final Fantasy universe. Um, most Final Fantasies have a character named Sid, who is the guy who pilots the big ship. Oh, okay. Uh, he, that's, that's, that's the whole thing. Um yeah, or or like a uh, a person who is clearly a stand-in for him, like in Final Fantasy fifteen, where they had what the fuck was her name? Uh, XXV. Yeah, Cindy. That's what I thought it was. Which clear offshoot of the name? And she's your mechanic, <laughs> fix car. <laughs> but yeah, um, what do you what do you, what do you got? What do you got aside from? That was pretty much it. Like okay. this, this has like, I the the beat that they put with. I'm assuming that's the the track itself is one of the songs from. Yep, Final Fantasy. That's, that's like his it theme. Has that quality to it. I it it sounds so good. <laughs> they layered this really really well. Yeah, and it's like no, it's not stunting. He just saying who he is yeah he, he is stunned like, in character <laughs> but yeah like i i take that yeah like i i know nothing else about this character except what's in here mm-hmm. and other than other than that i'm just like man just just stop smoking dude yeah. I mean, probably probably better for you yeah his 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 main story is literally just like he's he is a mechanical engineer he wants to send a rocket to the moon he wants to go to space that's his yeah. thing uh, but his whole life, it's just gone fucking wrong every time. Like back whenever he was originally going to do it, um, 
something went wrong because his assistant uh, saw that something was was fucked up. And so she aborted the launch and, you know, typically whenever you have something preparing to launch and then you suddenly abort it, things are not good. <laughs> like an emergency abort usually means like, that's a whole lot of shit that we need to fix and set back up again. Yep. There goes 10 years. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, and he was always really salty about it and stuff. He... Whenever I say he's a real piece of shit, he's a real piece of shit. Like, real <laughs> sexist motherfucker treats his assistant like real shit. Um, like, all for the thing of, like, because she cares about him and doesn't want him to die when his rocket explodes. Yeah. And uh, eventually he's, like, he's preparing. Whenever you run into him, he's, like, preparing to launch again because he's now funded by Shinra because reasons and there's a whole thing where uh i again memory it's it's bad uh <laughs> i can't remember if this actually happens in the game because i know i know you definitely launch into space or at least you launch and stuff and it's like this whole thing and you gotta do a big escape potty thing but but he make it to space and it's like wow cool <laughs> yeah or something maybe he don't i don't again Memory spotty. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're on the ship. I know you're on the ship and it launches and stuff, and shit gets fucking weird. Wild game, dude. <laughs> There's too much story for me to be able to fit it all inside my tiny fucking brain. It just don't work. But uh, yeah, it's intense. I believe he also like uh, uh, like after after all of this this shit happens again, he softens up and stuff, and he's also like less mean to his assistant because he actually does care about her he's just very frustrated over not going to space yeah just wants to go to space and later whenever he's finally like with the party and they're like hey are we all in on this he's he's like finally finally is the it's the time where he's like yeah you know like the planet's like a little kid and it's sick right now and we should probably do something to make it better and it's like you know I, that's a fair enough understanding of it. You go, Sid. As long as you're here with us. Good, good. We're cool. We're cool. <laughs> you understand on a basic level. That's all we ask for. So, track 14. You, you texted me about this after your first listen. <laughs> Ninja Girl. Hello? Am I up? Yeah. But, kind of busy. Soon as I met her, I knew that she'd be a handful. Not in a good way, the kind you can't fool. Sarcastic, and I usually dig that. But this was a chick that you brace for impact whenever you talk to her. Because you never know where it's gonna go. I'd rather let her go than be all shook. Well, let me take it back. Beep out a whole thing started on the wrong foot. We're in Wu Tai, traversing the area. When guess who tries to steal my materia? Called herself a thief, but she got caught about it. Now I don't hit women, I kinda thought about it. Had to hunt her down, you gotta be kidding me. I'm all about the chase, but not literally. We found her and she promised that she was to be trusted, but her personality's got me disgusted. Plus my heart is in another place. I see my true love when I look at any other face and uh Something's telling me not to trust her. 
But my homies tell me they love her Nothing in common with a guy like me But she probably can help us Maybe I might be Just a little bit jaded by the way that she portrayed it I would hate it if she played us Man, I got nothing to say but just Watch out! Keep your distance, be persistent Cause you gotta watch them ninjas Went on an innocent date and she got Gotta watch them ninjas <laughs> Gotta watch them ninjas <laughs> <laughs> is that all you got <laughs> so um this character uh-huh um yuffie okay so this is yuffie okay yes. for some reason i had wrote tifa at first i'm like wait a minute that doesn't seem right no, no, no. um so yeah that was actually i i literally was like huh way back on an early song and i went and scribbled the name out on this <laughs> um is that her name in in all of the the games yes. for some reason i feel like she had a different name no you somewhere else okay um so what she was trying to was she trying to get with cloud or was she just trying to like trick him it's it's weird um it's vague <laughs> the 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 yuffie relationship is a whole thing because okay so like your your first encounter with her is just out in the middle of nowhere she jumps out and tries to steal well she tries to steal your stuff while you're sleeping and you catch her, and then she's like, what, you want to fight, motherfucker? I will fight everybody. <laughs> and she's just fucking weird. And then whenever you try to walk, like, you can literally just be like, okay, we're walking away now. And she's like, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's this whole thing, you know? She's like, it's, it's the Sundere thing. She def desperately wants to belong to this party, but doesn't want anybody to think that she really does. <laughs> okay. She's fun as a character. She's goofy. Very fucking just out there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, okay, so one of the things that you're able to do uh, in, in Final Fantasy VII, there's a place called the Gold Saucer, which is like a big fucking Disneyland. Um, and there's a, uh, place that you can stay where depending on what you've done throughout the game, somebody will ask you to go out <laughs> and you just get like a special scene depending on who it is. And huh, okay. it's based like, there's so much, there is so much to it. Like, <laughs> It's it's big walkthrough shit where it's just like from the very beginning of the game, pick out who you want and pay attention. <laughs> like it's you know, it's like a point based thing where it's like, you know, certain responses to this person will give you this many points towards them. And whoever has the most, that's who you're going to end up with. And it's uh, Tifa, Aerith, Yuffie and Barrett. You can just go hang out with Barrett. <laughs> but yeah, Yuffie's. It's just, just a weird one. <laughs> she she seemed chill in, in my interactions on Kingdom Hearts. Maybe she's different in Kingdom Hearts. Maybe she's chilled out by then. She seems, she seems cool. Well, she's just kind of bubbly, but like... She's very energetic, yeah. Yeah. Very... But she, but she seems like a cool character. Yeah. Very combative <laughs> in a lot of ways in Seven. Like, she's just... It's just the way she be. She's Naruto. <laughs> Also, the ending of this song is pretty great. It's all very corny, but I love it. <laughs> What's the difference between a letter and a ninja? You can send, you can a, letter send a letter back. back. Ninja, ninja, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs>
what do you call a hitchhiking ninja? Stranded. <laughs> That's I just like I just like how like nonchalant he is with them. <laughs> so good. It's awesome. One hundred. No cap. <laughs> Any phrase facts. that the young kids Any use kids in to indicate truth. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Fuck it. Go ahead and play a little bit of that sure. so people know and we're not just like yeah. laughing like idiots. Wish I had a uh, time sample over there. Watch the ninjas. Real talk. Facts. No cap. 100. Any other way that kids in any society say that these are facts that have just been spat is the truth. But yo, what's the difference between a ninja and a letter? I'm going to tell you. The difference is you can send a letter back. A ninja, not so much. What do you call a ninja hitchhiker? Stranded, that's what. No matter what. No matter what. Never, ever trust a ninja. <laughs> that, that's also that. my favorite thing about seeing Ran at shows and stuff, because he is he's like that in person. Like he is just... He's just a really nice dude, <laughs> like, and just a goofball in general. Real cool guy. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta come see him whenever we can do concerts again. Come, come to a Mega Ranch show. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. Again, Magfest. Let's go to Magfest. <laughs> that is, that is a financial. Uh, we can make it happen. We, I... we can make it happen. We can. I don't, it's, Fucking sell a few Funkos and make memories. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it would be more expensive for me to do that than to do the gathering. I don't know. I guess it depends on how we we organize going to the gathering. That's true. That's true. Anyway, All that's right. Ninja Girl again. I, I don't think I said it uh, whenever we were talking about the track in general, but I love this. Uh, love the production on it. Love that hook. It's good times. That's fun. It's a fun track. I like it. Track 15, Birth of a God. Sometimes you gotta pick sides. Life ain't a game, we just trying to survive. It's wild in these times, so I ride with a squad. Y'all know the vibes, the birth of a God. We be the knights of the round, equipped to fight to you down. Let off infinite rounds, we come with a frightening sound. Enemy skill, we getting this skill up. Maxing on material, sell it for a million. Silence a doubter and handle a coward. Snakes popping up daily like random encounters. And my stigma's bizarro, you won't see tomorrow. We still as well, any up, we ain't come to borrow. Arabs going, so we gotta ride out. Center of the earth, send a rocket to his hideout. In a crater to the north, I display a little force. Separate the planet, leave you with no way to get across. Cause the grind stay intense, but the gods stay entrenched. So it's time they repent, uh. Chalk it up, get a soldier to win. Feel like it's 1997 all over again. God. Sometimes you gotta pick sides. Life ain't a game, we just trying to survive. It's wild in these times, so I ride with a squad. Yeah, I know the vibes, the birth of yeah, God. They call me Vincent Valentine. So I think I, I had asked you in a text um, regarding this song, but I'll bring it up again. How significant is Vincent to this story? <laughs> He's there, you know. <laughs> like he, he is, again, a hidden character that you do not have to see throughout the game at all. Mm -hmm. uh, he, can, he can remain hidden. You got to go through some shit to find him. So it's a whole thing. 
I, I was just vaguely aware of him because he does have one scene in Advent Children. Uh-huh. And he also has an entire fucking game. He does have an entire <laughs> game, Dirge of Cerberus. In, uh, with Dirge of Cerberus, yes, which I you think you think you told me is a prequel? I think so. Okay. Again, um, I don't I don't know much about it. But that it. that dude's like a vampire, right? Sort of. He's Something. like that like that's like his appearance and stuff. And he is he is again like I th- this is where it gets really weird because I don't remember a like He's got a whole thing and stuff. I don't remember if there's anything like weird experimental about him because he is like a scientist or something. Okay. Uh, is his, him him wife die for some reason? Uh, he he's sad about it. That's that's his character. He is sad about dead wife. Um, but I don't remember if there's anything like that he did to himself to make him different in any way, or if he's just that's who he be. He is. <laughs> this uh, it's okay. his. So, kind of. I guess. I guess the thing that best exemplifies characters in, in Final Fantasy is like their limit breaks and stuff. And because you know, there's a lot of personality in them. You know, Kate Sith with his slot machine thing, and you know, all that. Um, Vincent's limit break is he transforms into something, uh, a monster of some sort, and. From that point on, he's uncontrollable. He just picks a random move from the list of moves that that monster has, and he does it. Not like an enemy monster, like he has four specific transformations that he does. And, yeah. So, I mean, there's something about him, obviously. There's something. But I don't... I do not know enough about that backstory in particular, because his backstory just does not have much to do with... (laughs) the overarching stuff going on in Final Fantasy 7 uh, aside from the usual things in like talking about you know the hubris of of mad scientist people and doing their hmm. experiments for experiments sake and not for any good purposes like you know what happens if we do this really fucked up thing like oh really fucked up thing happens Glad we did it for science. <laughs> this original, the original track of this. Um, first off, I don't know if it's the same rapper on it because the original track had the had a guest verse from Pennywise. Uh, this one lists Penny the Great as the guest verse on it. Might be the same person. I don't know. But the original also had a different hook. Um, it's the same like basic structure of it it's just reworded uh the original was sometimes you got to pick sides life is a game and the goal to survive the future of all mankind is the prize and the end result is the birth of a god and in this one he changes it up a bit because life is not a game we just trying to survive dog that's fucked you know <laughs> but yeah uh you know talking about this this is the point where sephiroth is like all right, peace out, guys. I'm going to the core of the earth, and I'm I'm gonna go be the big bad man. And also, I called a big ass big ass rock to come down and destroy the earth. <laughs> Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Eat shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do I have anything else written on? Because I, I I didn't turn my page yet and actually look at my notes. Yeah, no, that's it. 
Uh, got, got Sephiroth doing his things and becoming super powerful, and Cloud and the party find Vincent sleeping in a coffin. He's kind of a vampire, I don't know. <laughs> you have anything else on this? No. This isn't one of my bigger tracks from this album. It's a good one, but it's not like one that I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Track 16, Judgment Day. <laughs> When Sephiroth was still within his mother's womb, we infused him with Genova cells. No one asked, no one questioned a thing. A soldier's duty is not to think. It is to protect the men who think for them. The men like me. My love for science surpasses that of Frankenstein Dedicated to my pursuit of data from ancient times Complex of a god, I'm so sanctified I birthed a one-winged angel, watch him taking flight I've been scheming for this dream inside my brain I'm addicted like a fiend, keeping needles in his vein I'm insane, not a person in my life I keep away So my fetus got Genova's seed inside his DNA Supplied the cells like the 94 crime bill Never ran base, I was busy playing the right field Sister Ray tucked in the belt, they know it's high yield Don't test the scientist's method, believe me, I kill I refuse to sit back and just make do The type to put a Mako reactor inside a Daewoo I'm chasing breakthroughs faster than the Wraith Coop Jehovah's Witness, but I'm not trying to save you Once a scientist, always a scientist the most dangerous is always the quietest I'm just a product of my environment Where violence only breeds more violence You call that research and development Prying and poking just for the hell of it Not even delicate Hey, I just talked about this on the last track <laughs> Yeah So so this is basically the dude who Essentially like created Sephiroth Seth, Yeah This is okay. uh, Hojo He's the guy that uh he, he's he's pretty bad. He's he's bad guy. He's oh, he's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck this dude. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. He's he's literally the reason why all this shit's happening. Yeah, he's he's also the guy that uh, was doing like doing the experiments uh, on Red Thirteen and stuff. He's he's behind whenever Aerith gets kidnapped and stuff. He's he's doing all that shit. Wow, fuck this dude. Like fuck this dude. Hard. Good news, he dies. Uh, cool. There is, okay, so, first off, I just need to call out uh, Richie Branson dropping that crime bill line. Goddamn. <laughs> oh, God. It's a good drop. Um, yeah, it's, uh, like I said, big old, like, scientific discovery for scientific discovery's sake and not for, like, a, a purpose behind it. Or, or like, at the very least, not a concern for the people that, you know, all of this shit is happening to. Which is bad. I will also note that later in... So in Final Fantasy VII, there is a place you can go to called Costa del Sol. It's like, a, like an island getaway thing. And you can find this guy there whenever you get there. There's no fight with him or anything like that. He's just hanging out on the beach... It's just kind of like, like we're on vacation. I'm not. I'm not doing my job right now. Uh, you're. I'm not. I don't care. Leave me alone. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> it's 
It's fucking weird. But yeah. Also, they spell judgment the day I, the way that I like it. Without without an e. With an e. Oh really? Yeah. Because it's not like that on uh, on YouTube Music. Official Bandcamp, dog. <laughs> Fuck YouTube Music. Well, well, I'm looking at YouTube Music, which is put up directly from there. And oh wait a minute, hold up. Now it is. Well, you're a dipshit. Is what happened here? You're just you're what just bad f- at stuff. What the fuck? <laughs> well, it's wrong. While you while you mull over your incredible wrongness, let's listen to track seventeen, Genova. <laughs> First of all, when I open up my mouth, I shut it down Until the light is overhead and darkness all around All encompassing, I'm functioning, I'm summoning dungeons of cunning creatures Until I gotta run and they run and I'm hunting The rapping avalanche, I cast quickly I pass cats like sands through hourglasses simply From ash I rise, I hack and slash, surprise Phoenix down and is the only option unless you stop it I'll give you round of applause if you gather up all of your guards So I ain't gotta work that hard, I got gall, I run up and slaughter them all It don't really matter who you gon' call, call them all, I run up and slaughter them all Bet it's gonna get Crazy, amazing, blazing, I'm major. When you see that Zelda emblem hang around my neck, I end them, suspend them, I blend them. My Final Fantasy is never ending. My life's dream is just to overdose on life stream. I'm frightening when I'm wielding the mic, it's like I'm lightning. Meteor approaching fast, casting holy hope it lasts. Take off and I rock it, hold on before we crash. It'll be your Final Fantasy if you mess with the family, we ain't granting no amnesty. Meteor approaching fast, casting holy hope it lasts. Take off and I rock it, hold on before we crash. It'll be your final fantasy if you mess with the family we ain't You basically just heard that entire track. Uh, it is it is that one verse and a hook at the end. I swear that that hook was used somewhere else besides this, but I do not fucking remember because I don't think that this track was on the original. So I don't know. So explain the meteor, please. So... Uh, there is a materia called the Black Materia. Um, it is the one that they were, like, looking for where Kate Sith gives himself up to make it a thing. Uh, and Sephiroth gets a hold of it, and the Black Materia has the power to call a big fucking meteor to blow up the Earth. (laughs) And that's what he wants to do. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. (laughs) He's uh he's pretty sick of uh you know the the earth and what they've done. Uh it's it's I, I feel I feel like we talked about villains before and uh a, a thing about them where it's like you know the cartoonish evil of somebody who does have some good points. <laughs> like, you know. Oh, it's one of one of the coolest things in in any form of media whether you know, video games or movies is when you see the villain uh-huh. and they're not doing it just because they're like, ha ha ha, I'm so evil, I'm bad. <laughs> it's whenever they have a justifiable reason, it's just done the wrong way. Yeah. You're like, no, I get it. You're just doing this wrong. Right. <laughs> like this, this is one where I feel more logical consistency with it because he's like, oh, the entirety of my life was like some bullshit? Really? Oh. Fuck it all. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, it's like it, okay. It's, 
you know, the, if the entirety of your like, reality is kind of fucked in that way, I mean, I don't agree with you, but I see where you're yeah. coming from. But that's like, it's, it's the same people that are like, oh, yeah, Thanos was completely right. Like, he oh males. No, he, he literally could have done a lot of other things instead. Thanos sucks. Well, without <laughs> sacrificing half of the life in the entire universe. Like, or his adopted saying. daughter. <laughs> yeah. Like, there is so much else that he could have done to be better. Um, that movie sucks. But, like, whenever, uh, anyway. but still, whenever you, whenever you understand their reasonings and you're like, oh, I kind of get why you're doing this, like, should you be stopped? And it's like, well, then it depends on what they're doing. Right. <laughs> as, as a response to it. <laughs> you know? Like, sending a giant meteor to, to destroy the Earth. Questionable. Might be a little bit, might be a little bit high on the list of probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, you know, but counseling would probably be maybe yeah, you much higher that. up yeah. on the list. Um, I know a know, few nice people that will talk to you. <laughs> yeah, just uh, you stabbed you know, one of them. Take a take a take a vacation. That could work. Costed um, Elsa. De de-stress. Yeah, lots lots of things you could do. That's Giant a thing. Meteor. Plummeting towards Earth, probably, probably not the, uh, the first thing that should be done. That's the thing I'm sad about is that there isn't a uh, Costa del Sol track on here because I also love that music. It is really chill. Um, I feel like he could do something with it. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That that's like a thing with villains. It's like having a villain who is like has good reasons for why they are the way that they are and all that stuff. Then there, there are just some times whenever it's like, all right, sure. It's like, yeah, they have good reasons and they're going about it the wrong way. But then also I'm like, okay, the, but the way they're going about it doesn't even make sense for them. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> You've done some nonsense here. <laughs> In Sephiroth's case, you know, he, he's big mad. You know, he wants to, he, that's fine. And he wants to destroy the world for for his mom. <laughs> Something like that. He's weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's hear it directly from him. Track 18, Sephiroth. <laughs> Can't imagine the anger or measure the hatred Empathize with my anguish, but I've been recreated See, I bided my time, calculated and waited For my moment to rise and reap my repayment My whole life was a lie, everything I love and held sacred Was spit on, defied, poison corrupted and tainted I died as a human, cast down and forsaken My soul was exhumed Reborn a one-winged angel So much greed and corruption And people the puppets Crawling about through the slums Imperfect and flawed The undeserving of love I merge with the life stream And emerge as a god And cleanse the world of its wrong As my mother intended The work of a son Alpha, Omega, beginning and ending The meanest, the illest, the most villainous Killer for millions Racking a sword and hair of silver It's a product of an experiment gone wrong Bring them building down any long gone What's his name? Materia, media, spell, cast, the task, master, many come before, but none come after. Suffer off, bet they get the stepping off, never soft, it'll kill you for you get your weapon off. Those who look with clouded eyes. Yeah. 
it's an interesting change in this where uh like generally the verses in that hook exactly the same as the original um mm-hmm. you know slight rewordings and stuff which make it come out a lot cleaner and i like that that little interlude there not in the original a very interesting one though hmm. it's pretty cool pretty cool break between them so i think i don't know if we've mentioned before uh-huh. I know we we totally have. I think we did. We we mentioned this on uh, on Protoman, but villain songs are some of the coolest ones. <laughs> One Winged Angel okay. in general is a really good track. It is a classic Angel, for good reason. One Winged Angel is fucking cool, and the version that was on Advent Children, mm. um, you know, metalized, is so fucking good. I used to jam the fuck <laughs> out of so that. Good. Um, it's. Oh dear God, it's so good! Like, man, people people playing Smash finally get to have that now. <laughs> um, and uh, and that is that is Storyville. That is Storyville. As, as Sephiroth, right? Mm-hmm. Same as the original. In fact, he he came oh, back. Okay. Storyville's fucking dope. I need to listen to more of his stuff. Um, yeah this this is just a really good track of mm-hmm. him just going off yeah um obviously it's not entirely him because uh megaran uh cloud shows up yeah um i for verse two that's but. i love that second verse too it's really fucking good and it's it's the section where like li- literally a, a whole bunch of it is him dropping dropping limit break names in there like that's he he names all the all the big ones and stuff uh he drops Tifa gets to drop like you know six of them because that's just how her thing was like where everybody else it was like okay so limit break cloud here pick one of these and he does it and it's like Barrett pick one of these and he does it Tifa limit break and it's like you get a slot for each of her uh hits because it's one long combo that's insane I, I love it it's so cool but yeah is she is she a common party member that people use I mean, like, if you're gonna go with like the the OGs, it's it's Cloud Barrett Tifa. Okay, I like her. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and those those are the ones that he names specifically. Those those yeah. are the only ones he brings up for the uh, end of it. Um, yeah, that's what I was saying. Let me see real quick here because I had something. Oh yeah, he he so. does like one of the last changed lines that he has. Um, like. In the original, it was like we face to face, man to man, sword to sword. His bloody body explodes and all that stuff. He still says that somewhere in here, I think. But um, it, he it changes. Says, a... uh, this is this is for Aerith yeah. and all the lives you stole. I, I hit the final blow when his bloody body explodes. There it is. That I I love line. the change that he made for that. Yeah, like I feel like it's always cool dedicating like the defeat of a villain to the people that they uh, killed that fucking whips as like a thematic thing and it just yep. sounds cool as shit it's good down with it yeah. I like it this is a, a fucking cool song yeah alright track 19 we got a weird thing here Nibelheim incident this is just an instrumental it is an instrumental interlude um I don't quite understand its placement here it's very strange the Nibelheim incident in particular refers to 
whenever Sephiroth burned down Nibelheim, which was the on that day five years ago thing. No, that was that was that thing. And I, don't, I mean, I suppose it's like a good like flashback to it here at the end of it. Maybe. I don't know. It's it's strange sequencing, but it's it's also just a really cool interlude, and I don't care. Just just waiting for the director's cut of this album. <laughs> <laughs> I want the commentary. Ran, help. He released commentary for albums before. He has commentary for Forever Famicom on one of the special things that I got, so you can read his take on all of these tracks. But uh, we're just gonna go right into track 20, Cries of the Planet. Listen, close your eyes, focus. Sometimes I feel I died in 2016 And this is all a simulation Maybe that's just extreme But as I'm sitting midstream Hoping kids don't dox me or swap me Just cause I'm stating what's obvious With every statement that's faulty Using despair as the jet fuel The drive racist practices This ain't checks and balances It's just creating damages You hear tax cuts, witch hunts Strong borders, I hear Fear mongering, dividing and conquering We let a monster in And that's simple and plain All we did was complain He tweeting like this was a game straight negligent inflating estimates trade deficit miseducation plus fear creates prejudice hate eminent now misplaced evidence as a planet we all stand in a great detriment jobs take benefits make medicine unaffordable it's horrible i hear the lies in every sentence i thought it through and though i still want to feel resentment for everyone who believed in you and thought this dream was feasible and knew that you were speaking to their problems but I believe you beatable Seems we at the bottom But we just playing possum Like where the jasmine we blossom Standing stronger United by our desire and defiance I've seen over the horizon My people are out of hiding And we refuse to stay silent But now Taking a taking a verse out of this to take shots at Violent J. <laughs> that that's what I took from it. I saw this as a Violent J disc. <laughs> so I think um, I think I mentioned this to you uh, before we before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Well, you said this is actually a remake. Like this song, like there's an, another version of this. this uh, Cry, Cry of the Planet was an original track from the from the first album. Yeah. Okay. Similar to um, Sleep Mode. Mm-hmm. This seems like just any random track that you could <laughs> drop. There is not a single reference to Final Fantasy on this. Prior to the second verse, true. Oh, is there something in, in... I mean, well, okay, so here's the thing about it. This track, while it's not directly about Final Fantasy VII, what it does is take the themes of it and oh, apply yeah. them to the real world very heavily. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was seeing that. So this just seems like a, hey, um, things are not amazing, yeah. um, you know, right here 
<laughs> outside of this video game that I've been uh, constructing an album about for the past 20 tracks. Yes. Um, f- first verse, obviously a very pointed verse towards a specific relevant person in American culture. I have no idea who. Yeah, I don't know, um, probably somebody who should probably be dead. Um, so in Minecraft, yeah. Then, then the <laughs> gotta cover myself. The, uh, <laughs> the, the, the the second verse is is more geared towards you know a lot of the pretty much uh, destruction that we're causing to our own planet and yep. the fact that we just won't fucking learn a lot of environmental things in that verse is the original first verse of the uh, old track. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so, yeah, this this is, this hits really fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that hook. This, this, entire, this entire album has been, for the most part, like, kind of lighthearted in the sense that, like, <laughs> yeah, this is my favorite video game. I'm going to do something, like, this is like a passion project for me. And it's like, okay, well, you know, we beat the big bad, Oh, here's how to get really fucking real here. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, I, in some ways, like, a lot of that... Because I, I feel that in a way, but I also, like... A lot of the other stuff that he talks about in other tracks doesn't have as close of a connection with us. Like, I don't think either of us, like, grew up in, like, any kind of rough neighborhoods, really. <laughs> So I'm from the streets. Yeah, whatever. So like, you know, talking about like living in the slums or whatever and, you know, just generally like coming up really fucking poor doesn't really hit us as like squarely in that way. So whenever we get down to a track that's like straight up talking about environmental stuff, like, yeah, that's that's more in our wheelhouse that we can understand and connects more directly. Like there's plenty of stuff throughout this album that's talking about making connections to real life stuff, but this one's more universal. Like no matter who it is, unless you're like a fucking oil tycoon or something, I guess like you're going to fucking feel that. <laughs> yeah. This, like I said, it's just this, it, it brings, it brings the energy down, mm. but for the right reasons. Yes. Like this is a wake up song. Yeah. The wake up sheeple. Wake up sheeple. Yeah. It, it ends on a, a clip from uh, Greta Thunberg, I believe. Uh, her line about how change is coming, whether you like it or not. Um, which, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, whenever, whenever, whenever the shit goes wrong, you can't avoid that change. You can avoid changing right now, but someday down the line, you're going to fucking pay for it. <laughs> like, that's, that's the way it be. And unfortunately, actually, Usually it's not the people who are, you know, who have the power to change things that are going to pay for it. They can just kind of avoid it and go die of old age in five seconds or so. But and leave the rest of it to leave leave the rest of us to, you know, face everything. Yeah, be totally fucked. Yeah, I I do miss the second and third verses of the original on this because Mm -hmm. holy shit, do those still hit hard in a lot of ways. Um the second one, he talks about, uh, like war, like a lot of the he he talks about the war on terror and stuff, and like the effects of that on people and in other countries and stuff. He talks about 
America's general aggression towards non-white people. Um, let me let me bring up a line that always sticks with me from that, where he says, "In the land of opportunity, bring your tired poor and your huddled masses, but just not to my community." It's fucking rough, dude. <laughs> like he, Mega Rand. <sighs> You know, like you said, like he he writes a lot of stuff on this where it's like telling stories about things and all that stuff. And he does make connections to it. But whenever he really wants to hit on something, he hits fucking hard. <laughs> um, and, you know, he talks about people being distracted by, you know, drama of celebrities and all that stuff. Just shit that doesn't fucking matter. Um in in the third verse of the original, he calls out a lot of rappers for like just rapping about their cars and money and stuff. And he's like, there's like real shit that you could be like putting eyes on. And he kind of just calls them fucking cowards. <laughs> like, it's fucking wild. Like, <laughs> what? Let me let me think of this real quick. Don't, uh, don't don't get me wrong. And I think and we've discussed this. Like, don't get me wrong. There is a time and place for everything. Yeah, yeah. Not every single song has to be about like, yo, open your eyes, no. check out the shit that's wrong in the world. Like that's, that's he doesn't not... do that. Yeah, <laughs> he he himself no. does other stuff. Right, but like it does really call to light the fact that like there are people who are so like blissfully ignorant mm. of that and refuse to acknowledge it when it is a significant problem. Whenever you're just, you know when you when you flaunt what you've got but you're not putting any anything real yeah um, you got up out of your community and then just fucking abandoned them like it's like oh you made it out but like you just left everybody there <laughs> like it's 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 real fun his let me let me drop this real quick because again he just has so many good lines in it. at the beginning of his third verse in the original Protesters with picket signs object to these wicked times while brothers is kicking lines about cars getting dimes because they know to get in line, work until quitting time. Man, stand up and fix your spine. You out of your freaking mind. Hot damn. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like, yep. goddamn, it's it's a thing, you know, like we we do this for fun. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there are times whenever there are things that need highlighted and we I feel like we try not to shy away from that stuff. And you know it's yeah it's important. I mean, we we again this this is you know something entertaining that we do yeah. But we have never once shied away <laughs> from you know the important issues that we believe in. Yeah, like it, even in the beginning of his verse on this, he talks about like doing streams and wor being worried about somebody swatting him just because of who he is and shit. Like, that's it's a real fucking fear that he has to deal with because if that happens, he is he is in a in a section of the population that's likely to not survive that event. <laughs> like, it ain't good. And, you know, we have things nowadays with, I mean, like, obviously the same shit, but also the rise in violence against asian americans and stuff we've had it happening way too fucking like it's been happening over the years regardless but you know definitely a, a, a rise at least in people noticing it lately you know being noticed by the mainstream media and shit um and yeah 
that's that's let me just take a quick break <laughs> we've been on a tangent but i'm taking another tangent that's why whenever we talk about things in the music that we're discussing and i talk about certain attitudes that are expressed in it where it's like oh it's just a joke or whatever it's just a line and it's just being characters and stuff it's like the the narratives that we make in stuff like this it colors how people see things like there's a reason why there's a rise in violence against Asian Americans and stuff. And it's because people cast them as responsible for a fucking virus or what is it? A vi- it's a virus. Yeah. For a fucking virus that no, they're fucking not responsible for. They're just human fucking beings. They're, they've been here. What the fuck responsibility could they possibly fucking have? But, you know, they're cast in that way. So that happens to them or, you know, they're cast, it, you know, it's just fucking shit. It's just, you know, that's that's the thing. That's why I, I take the time to, to look at the way that things are said and say, like, hey, that's not fucking cool, because even if it's just a goof or something, it's it's still a way that that seed is like planted in your fucking brain in terms of building up an idea of entire fucking races of people and the way that you view them in your life from that point especially if you don't have a counterpoint in your actual life like many people don't if you live in a homogenous community surrounded by the same people as you that's what i have for that um you know not sorry to get deep on that (laughs) That's what no. this song is for. <laughs> that was the song to do it. <laughs> I felt like I had to say something about that because, you know, we we have a, a platform of sorts somehow, so... Mm, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Take the time. <laughs> uh, you all good on Cries of the Planet? I am. Great track. Again, I love that hook and the reworking of it. The uh, guest vocals on there, they were not in the original. It was just a uh, a break and he had, like, the... You can hear the cries of the planet lines. Uh, adding in Amanda... Le- I can't see the full name because it's not scrolling for me. Amanda Lepre. Yeah, Lepre. She's great. Holy shit. Track 21, Lifestream. The Lifestream is what we live and what we learn through. The Lifestream. When you pass away and you return to. The Lifestream. My cycle nearing completion each and every evening I can hear it breathing The life stream That's what we live and what we learn through The life stream When you pass away and you return to The life stream My cycle nearing completion each and every evening I can hear it breathing The life stream This is the life stream and this is my life stream I administer Visine now My vision is widescreen but my liver was crime scenes Shimmer was my team since I was like 19 but I'm just trying to find peace so I'm in the night sheen, just like I've been dry clean, press, watching the time leave, it's like a divine beast, just massive. The energy they consume, the power that they pursue, the planet that they pollute, it's just reckless. My nightmares are on repeat, I see the lies they put in jeopardy, just to feast. And it's dangerous to go alone, but I prefer, in a cold world, sometimes you gotta rock a fur. Make a decision that'll likely be unpopular. I lost a friend, I made a promise I would ride for her. Sadness was the price to see it end. 
All the comrades and fam I never see again And all the precious resources we guarded like a fortress Our planet used to be so gorgeous I dream of victory fanfare And facing what I ultimately can't bear As I put this damp air into my lungs Trying to survive in the slums Till the chosen day comes This is a pretty way to, to end this album Yeah good closer it's mm-hmm. i mean yeah <laughs> it's it's a it's it's a very like like personal sounding thing even while still being in character you know because mm-hmm. again final fantasy 7 is just eternally relevant to the fucking world and it sucks yeah feeling it's, it it hurts being powerless to to fix things and just see the people who have that power just being uncaring because they don't have to face the effects of it. Yeah, it suck. But uh, I. So okay. Spoilers for Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> <gasps> no, I need to put my earmuffs on. Uh, so so just to just give you a thing oh, because. No. The original um, game, or the original album, sorry. The original album has a section of the epilogue where he actually talks about, like, the ending of the game. He doesn't have that here. He doesn't have a, um, you know, a little bit narrating the ending. He has an epilogue where he talks about the creation of this album. That's the last track on this. Um, So what happens after they beat Sephiroth? Because he already called Meteor game over you know it's already on its way down to destroy the earth that's it uh the only thing that could stop it was the materia called holy that Aerith had um whenever you meet her she says i have this materia but it's useless and cloud's like you just don't know how to use it she's like no it doesn't do anything (laughs) but it does have the power to to stop the black materia and whenever she died that's what she was doing was casting that but it wasn't enough until the life stream itself rose from the planet to stop the meteor. Just, you know, the the energy that flows through all living things decided it's not the time for us to end this. <laughs> we, we, we deserve a chance, and, you know, it stopped the things. And I always think that's a really cool thing of just, like, you know, the, the will of people doing the thing to to stop the bad yeah i mean that's what's i we hear about live stream through this entire album yeah i guess it's an ongoing thing throughout the entire game (laughs) and so basically the the plant's like oh hey we're about to die yeah (laughs) let's (laughs) help and stop this thing yes (laughs) um but then this just makes me think of Advent Children. Um, I don't remember so, I mean, of Advent Children, so it's it's been a very long time since I've seen it. So so I take it at the end of Final Fantasy VII, everything's fine. Like they're like, "Yay, we beat Sephiroth, and the planet's not gonna die." Cool. Yeah, I mean, kind of. And Advent Children takes place like I don't know how many years after, um, after the game, but the world is still fucking really bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> like there's still work to do, <laughs> and yet, and yet, I don't even know if there's like a reason for it. 
I mean, because but, all like, of the stuff that was still true before was still there, like, you know. <laughs> like, you'd think that people would have just immediately turned that shit around, like, oh shit, we were almost about to fucking die, because shit. You've been on this earth for how many years? <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe I'm just hopeful. I, I guess that's all it is. I wasn't around in the 40s, but... <laughs> uh, I know that a lot of people responsible for a bad thing actually just came over here instead. <laughs> hmm. You know, it's kind of the thing. But, uh, so that's live stream. <laughs> yeah, the live stream. I don't know if I ever said it. I, I probably did, but like the live stream is is kind of like what Mako Energy is made out of. It's like processed or something. Okay. Because that that's what everything like the the Mako reactors are what they power everything off of. So they are that's that's how they are sucking the planet dry to produce power for. Yeah, they were converting everything. the live stream yeah. into into the Mako Energy. Mako. <laughs> um. So I, I I I totally get that. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like, you know, in in certain such in, in in some probably in the world where you know people are just you know using natural resources of the world and just totally fucking up the rest of the earth and we're just gonna be completely fucked. Yeah. <clears throat> Take that oil industry. <laughs> um, so what do you think of the epilogue too? <laughs> What's that? What do you think of the epilogue? <laughs> So yeah, I was I was curious if you're gonna play the epilogue. It is like seven or eight minutes yeah, long. Yeah, let's just get like a little quick thing here. So sure. They were wondering where I've been all this time. Where have you and been? Truthfully, Rand? I've been working. Oh. I've oh, been okay. trying to enjoy the fruits of my labor when I could, but there That's wasn't true. a lot of time for that. So it was mm -hmm. right back to work. We put out an album that changed the game way yeah, back so in 2011. We get a basically change the game. The game was the game the world, was made in 1997. You can't really change it. But yeah, we have a we have a little uh, little outro over over some it's nice. Not a little outro. Do not lie. Whatever it is. We, it we is have like an outro over long. some nice uh, nice piano. It's a little little overworld theme there. Uh, mm -hmm. And Mega Ran talks about the history of uh, this album more so, and you know how how it came to be, and how he he never expected to ever do this. <laughs> And he even he makes a joke about it. he's like, you know, it's not like they were ever going to remake Final Fantasy seven. <laughs> and then and they remade Final they Fantasy seven. <laughs> I um I, I liked hearing um hearing him explain everything about it. And he was like, you know, I had if I was going to do this, I needed to make this bigger and better than I could ever, you know, hope for it to be. Yeah. Um, And he was talking about how. You know, I even tried to reach out to some of the old producers and the old uh, people who rapped on it. And there were people who straight up haven't done music in years. Like, they got out of the rap game. Yep. Um, you know, which, that's that's still cool that he wanted them to be included. Um, but at the same time, like, finding quote-unquote replacements. Not that you're really replacing people, but still. Right. Um, just making this as good of a product as he possibly could. Um, I think something that he wanted to be proud of as well as something that he felt his, his fan base could, could truly appreciate, you know, as far as standing up to the original, like, do you think that this is better than the original version? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, there, there are definitely some tracks where like, you know, because I'm very used to the original, 
and mm. you know like like a minor change or something comes up and i'm like i can't I can't rap it as clean anymore because he changed a line and my brain just wants to say the other one. <laughs> it happens a lot. Like Avalanche is the main one because he, you know, did, did a, a couple, couple twists in there. And my, my brain is just like, I, uh, it, it feels weird whenever the flow just changes all of a sudden. But, um, it's very good. Uh, I like the production changes are incredible. Like there's so much cool stuff in this. Um, it's just so fucking good. And the additions that he made, like the new tracks on it, because, you know, there's just some that weren't there before. Ninja Girl was new. Fucking Insurgents, brand new. Uh, Lifestream, I believe, was a new one. Uh, it's just so good. And updating some of them to be more, like, updating Cries of the Planet. Again, I I love the original still. Um, it's it's hard to, to, to split that because it's just... I feel like it's just so fucking good. Uh, but yeah, it's incredible. Um, I like it. I like it a lot as a remake. Yeah. Like I said, I, I going through this with, with minimal knowledge of Final Fantasy seven and only a little bit of exposure to Mega Ran. Um, this was enjoyable. Um, I, I can assume that if people enjoy that game, um, and are into rap that they should probably give this a listen. Yeah. Um, and 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 check out you know the other stuff that he's made. I I um, you know I'd say you know check out the original along with it. Fuck it, you know get them get them both in there. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I mean, you can stream them. Go go right on ahead. Yeah. So, you book ended uh-huh. this month with with. Music about eco-terrorism. I did. <laughs> well, one of them's eco-terrorism, the other one's just regular terrorism. Yeah, regular terrorism. <laughs> uh, and it's all I can do, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am. Who well, I, I guess am. before we before before we like finalize that, um, yeah. what are what are the favorite tracks we got? Oh, <sighs> uh, what are yours? <laughs> I this am going to go with. This is what's that? This is tough. <laughs> this is a, it is. It is a little bit hard. Um, especially because I told you, like I had marked um, like six of them or so. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Sid. <laughs> I really like Sid. That one's good. Let's see. Let's um. See. Sleep mode. All right. And absolute, absolute, come on, yeah. come on, absolute, so, <laughs> so fucking good. Oh geez, this is this is hard. Like, I feel like I want to take Avalanche and Absolute, like both of them. Avalanche was was one of the ones I was I was. I almost want to just put them like I just want to take those three and just be like these are one song now, <laughs> <laughs> but they're not. <laughs> Uh, it's, well, we it's fucking here. tough, man. Um, <laughs> like Ninja Girl is so fucking good. It's a fresh <laughs> track. It's brand new. I like it. Oh god. You know what? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Avalanche, Absolute, Ninja Girl. Fuck it. Let's go. All right. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, like I said, uh, on my notes listen, that was whenever I decided, like, 
this is now contending with Forever Famicom for like favorite Mega Ran album status because <laughs> they're both very good for very like different reasons for both of them. Like they they they're both just really good. Like from the subject of this, you know, being Final Fantasy VII and all this stuff and the way that he works that in, it's great. The musical work in it is fantastic. I love the beats on this and the production and all that stuff. And it's it's like kind of the, the the perfect subject to work off of for the kinds of things that he does in terms of you know rapping about games and finding a way to connect them to real life and stuff like this is it's just really good for that um <laughs> and uh yeah that's what i got and also it's this is just a really special album to me in general uh as the original was kind of like very important in bringing me into like nerdcore hip-hop and stuff and that kind of thing get getting me big into all of this stuff and all of the other artists that i found out about through mega ran and stuff is big you know what's what's your overall this this is a really enjoyable album for me like i said countless times never played final fantasy i've never played a single one of them Ever. Um, is this going to make me play Final Fantasy Seven? I don't know. <laughs> I have access to it. Still don't know if I'm going to take the time to do so, but still. But Ran has a way with words. Like, this... There was never really a point where I was like, eh, not really sure I'm feeling about this. There may have been <laughs> so- some songs that I was confused about, and you mentioned it might have been because of like their placement on the record. Yeah. Which makes sense. Um, but no, this is, this is a fucking good album. Um, you know, he obviously linked up with the right producers because mm-hmm. they made this sound incredible. It's mixed so fucking well. Yeah. He he brought back um, like the original, uh, producers as well to work on some of this too. Lost Perception did the production on the original album and he brought them back mm-hmm. for this. And also some of the people that he works with regularly, uh, DN3 and, uh, 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 K Murdoch. K Murdoch, he works with a lot. He's the guy that did Forever Famicom with him. I, I don't know which one it was, but I pointed it out to you before that um, I think one of them was Rifty Beats. Oh, yeah. Who um, I pointed out, I've, I've actually found them. Um, I found them on YouTube a while ago uh, because I started listening to like lo fi music when I was going to sleep. And Rifty Beats has a bunch of albums, and some of them are, are strictly lo fi stuff. And they did one for Dragon Ball mm-hmm. music. It's super fucking good, and uh, and some Mario shit. So go check those out. But yeah, this this is just a really good album to have. Like even if you weren't trying to actively like focus on it, it'd be great to just chill to. Oh yeah, like in the background. But like if I was like putting on something to to get hype, like <laughs> I'll listen to uh, to sleep mode. I'll listen to absolute. Like those mm-hmm. tracks will get me fucking. Amped. Oh, so I while I was doing one of my listens, like I did a I did a quick workout circuit because I've been putting it off for so long. But I had this playing while I was doing that. And let me tell you, just knocking out fucking sit ups to absolute. Like if you need to get through your last reps, it'll fucking do it for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's where it's at, man. <laughs> Also, if I was going to get rid of one, it would probably be Birth of a God. If I, it's just like a quick decision. It's a snap decision. I don't know. I don't. Oh, I didn't even think about stuff to get rid of. Sure, we'll we'll do that. <laughs> think for yourself, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> nah. Nah, fuck it. I'll go with that one, too. 
So yeah, yeah. This has been a fucking crazy month. It has. I hope it's been and fun for everybody. It's been fun for me. I've I've enjoyed <laughs> this long three quarters episode. of it. <laughs> I've enjoyed three quarters of it. It's been it's been fun. Um, I will not rank like oh which albums did I like the best do or whatever it. like that. This no, do it, Mike. You. No, Mike. This I is this it. is my month, and you know you're gonna fucking do it. We're not ranking albums. We never ranked albums before. Well, so no. that's that's because the, it wasn't my month. Now it is my month. <laughs> Give me a hierarchy. Si- Silo Silo goes Silo goes on the bottom. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Then yeah, Jesus Priest is right above that. Then I know. Priest. I I don't know if I can rank either of these between this and Protoman because I I enjoy Protoman a lot, um, especially whenever I got to the point of like oh. I'm listening to this album the way it's supposed to be listened to now. I get <laughs> finally it. locked this in. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. So I mean, those two were this and, and Predator were were fucking incredible. Yeah, you know, you said I'm I not had saying a, that Jesus Priest was bad. You said I set a high bar for it and all that stuff. You know, I think I bookended pretty fucking well with this. You know, you, you, open you strong, ended strong. <sighs> so we hope that everybody else enjoyed our month of non juggalo shit. Uh, everybody and if you didn't well yeah. sorry yeah you don't have to listen to these again <laughs> <laughs> we but, appreciate uh, it if you do but you don't have to <laughs> but yeah that's uh that's about it right that's yep. what we got um uh you can find us uh, if you want to talk talk to us about uh this stuff you know yell at us or whatever about when we're getting back to juggalo stuff god knows when that's gonna happen um you can do that on our various social medias, like the Facebook that we have. Juggalo Judgment. Or perhaps the Twitter that we have. At Juggalo Judgment. You maybe hit us up on the instant gram. Juggalo Judgment. If you want to yell at us for a very long time, like in full letter form, uh, you can do that with our email. Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. If you want to just yell at me for doing this uh, and picking these albums in particular, you can do that on my personal account. That's at Schmeave on Twitter. And if you want to, uh, you know, yell at me for coming up with the idea for <laughs> allowing Schmeave to do this, <laughs> you can yell at me on Twitter at Mike Spawn, the S-E-J, or on Instagram at Straight Well, there's not much else to say, man. You can hear the choppers closing in in the distance. We gotta get the fuck out of here and say goodbye to Schmeave Burger in Paradise Bar and Grill. And juggler rehabilitation relocation center. So let's just real quick down our fucking beverages. Mine was already empty about halfway through this episode. We've been talking for almost three hours. Peace, peace. We beat them insurgents, not a bit nervous. got a bit further to go by any means. Getting rid of our enemies. A V A L A N C H E. Yeah, that's who we beat. Insurgents, not a bit nervous. No lip service. Got a bit further to go. Do what I gotta get. Who want a problem with A V A L A N C H E? Yeah, that's who.